Hey, when does the show start? <laughs> okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choke when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. A Tuesday, the third day of October. 2023 thanks for being here good morning my name is jason bailey right there that is uh, nikki d that is me there's nelson good morning kyle off for the week your phone number 916-909-0985 same as the text machine use that same number the odyssey app the baileyshow.com two different ways to stream us and get our podcast uh at listen to the bs on all social media give us a like share follow and then on the youtube at the Bailey Show, uh, another big show for you today. Kelly Rizzo will join us here if all goes well at the end of this hour. Uh, some of you might be scratching your head and saying who Kelly Rizzo is. Well, Kelly Rizzo is, um, she's, I mean, like if you were to read her resume, she's an influencer, she's a cook and all those things, but she's the widow of the great Bob Saget. And, uh, and uh, Bob was radio's best friend. Yeah, especially to me and love that guy. So anyway, she's on that new show on Fox, you know, which every time I see the preview or the trailer for that show or the promo, I always think of Nikki D. Why think, do you think of me? Because I think you'd be good on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that special forces show, you know, where they take these different celebrities mm-hmm. and they drop them out and you got to, you know, you put them out in the woods, like pure entertainment. Nikki D would be pure <laughs> entertainment. Yes. Because <laughs> half the time out there, she'd be talking about her naval training skills uh-huh. and the other half, <laughs> She'd be showcasing how she forgot or never had them. <laughs> that is absolutely true. And and we didn't go out and train in the woods, by the way. So I suck at that. Yeah, but you would like name drop. I, Fred, guy I served with, he could do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if this was in the water, things would be different. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get you the tickets for Extreme and Living Color, Thicker Than Blood Tour. They'll be in town February 25th at the Hard Rock Casino, courtesy of Live Nation. That closer to 8 o'clock when we do a round of order up. And uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, will be in Stockton tomorrow. So a good buddy of mine, Billy Gunn, uh, who was in AEW now with his kids, which is crazy because his two kids, I remember when they were like zero, like born. Uh (laughs) Now they're these giant beasts of uh, athletes. So uh, Billy will join us around 9 o'clock again if all goes well. So... Uh, that's what's happening, and then some good stuff in, in between. So we're not even to Halloween yet. I mean, I'm not going to complain about this because I don't have a problem with it, but every year it's been, it, it gets brought up. You know, Christmas starts earlier and earlier and earlier, and that's all because you go into certain stores and they have Christmas stuff out. You know, I don't know. I haven't been in the grocery store in a couple of days, so I don't know if the grocery store is already pimping Christmas yet or not. Are they still stuck on the Halloween candy? I haven't seen anything Christmassy yet. We've had Halloween now for about a month and a half, almost two months. Yeah, Halloween came out. Uh, it did. Every year, you, you know, I know it's cliche, but every year you kind of think, oh, it's earlier and earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, my wife and I were running some errands yesterday, and we stopped in a Home Depot, which I should never do because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave with something. <laughs> Just should never do it. 
But we went in. Uh, actually, we went in to look at new faucets for our bathroom. We need new faucets. So that that was the whole reason we were up in that area. We had time to kill before you know my OCD schedule kicked in. I was like, well, let's just head up there and get these new faucets today. Uh, she was like, all right, cool. So we go up there, and as soon as we walk in, I swear to God, Home Depot, you're so freaking clever. Is you put all your stuff, all your stuff, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the store, so you can't help but walk by your stuff. Mm-hmm. And what I mean stuff is your Christmas stuff. Yeah. And your Halloween stuff, which is all on sale. Yes. They've got this guy with big wings. I don't know where you store them. That's the only problem. And you yeah, push, you got to have good storage. And you push a button and the wings flap and his <gasps> eyes. How oh, so he's not inflatable. How for? No, uh, that was like three. hundred. Yeah. Dang. Not three dollars. Not three, though. no. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was nuts for all that stuff. Oh, my God. I love that stuff. But I have no... Like, for some reason, houses in California have zero storage. Right. Zero storage. Well, and you don't have much of, a, like, a yard to put all that stuff up in anyway. That one guy right. would take up your whole yard. I got no yard. I got no backyard. I got no storage. Right. Uh, I got zero lot line, you know, so I don't know what to do mm-hmm. with it. Anyway, so that was that. Not interested in the Halloween stuff. We got plenty of Halloween stuff at the house. Mm-hmm. We haven't even put that stuff out yet, but the Christmas stuff was out. And I got to tell you. They've really outdone themselves this year. They, uh, you know, there's certain things in life where you get to a point in your life, whether it's your career financially or you just reach a milestone where you feel like you deserve something mm-hmm. because, you know, like I put in my due. I've made it to this age. I've survived this game of life. I deserve fill in the blank. Right. Right. Whatever that may be. What is that? It's a talking Santa. I've yeah. always wanted a talking Santa. What is yeah, up that... with you guys and these Santas? <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, to make you feel better, okay? Uh-huh. Well, before I get to that, let me tell you. So, we, we were looking at all these things, and they had this giant Santa. Uh-huh. Really giant Santa. And I was like, well, we just, that's too big. Like, mm-hmm. there's just, it's just not happening. I mean, our old house in Atlanta, yes, but this house not happening. Uh-huh. Plus, there's no storage. So we keep walking, and I mean, there's the whole front of Home Depot is filled with this stuff. And then we see this Santa guy who's like just, you know, probably about six foot tall. He looks like Santa, mm-hmm. and you push his little button, you know, and you step on the button. It's a step button. Uh-huh. You step on the button, and he goes, ho, 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 it's that time of year again, boys and girls, for cheer. Let me start it off. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. Do- and he sings. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I have not been that happy in such a long time. Christmas <laughs> makes me happy. Santa makes me happy. Christmas songs make me happy. Nobody Christmas carols anymore. I mean, that's a, like an outdated tradition, I guess. And so, like, anytime if I were to purchase this guy, anytime I, I hit him, I will hear Christmas songs. You will, yes. right in your house. From Santa. <laughs> like, it's not like Perry Como, which I love, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, or Bing Crosby, which is the best. Uh-huh. But it's actually... Freaking AI Santa Claus, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, Whew. so I'm sitting here looking at it, and then uh, Rach kind of wanders. She wanders sometimes. That's why I got her one of those backpack leashes, <laughs> and she's wandering, looking <laughs> around. Saying air tag, and uh, and she, she got goes, one of those too. She goes, Jay, she got to get over here now. Stat, come over here. Look oh, at God. this. We got a code red. We got. Seven thirty three. Go check on And so I was like, all right, where are you? Where are you? And she's like on the other side. She's Marco. Like, you know, and she's short. My wife's short. So she's jumping with her hand up. So I see her little fingertips over uh-huh. the Christmas stuff. 
And so I run over there thinking something happened. You know, maybe like a reindeer got her. And she goes over and I see this other display. Uh-huh. More Santas? No. Mm, Christmas will have. Mary will be. Oh, yes. A talking Santa Yoda. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she did not understand that's what you were going to say, by the way. I did not. Oh, and he's got the hat. Oh. He's got the he's got the, the thing that says Merry Christmas. That's and, really cool. And they're the same price. And I'm going. What do I do? Well, Yoda's more storageable. Yes. Is that a word? Yes. Sure. Storageable. It is today. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, it is today. I think storable. You know I'm for it. Storable. Store storageable. Stowable. I can store Yoda better than the other one. Absolutely. <laughs> sure we got you. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying. I understand. But I tell you that it, it, and it's not. I'm not one to stray away from anything Star Wars, especially Yoda. Mm-hmm. But I had to go with the Santa. It just made Did me. Did you go with Santa? So I go back to Santa. Uh-huh. Well, first, we couldn't find the Yoda. So I asked a guy to come and help me. He was lost, just clueless. And then I find another guy to help me with the Santa. I was like, mm-hmm. well, they don't have the Yoda. They didn't have either one of them. Oh, so I was like, well, I usually that. the rule of thumb for me is that if I want something my grandmother has always said, ask yourself, do you want it or do you need it? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't need this, but I want them. Really bad. Again, going back to the beginning of this conversation, you reach a point in your life, you're like, mm-hmm. it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for me to invest in a talking, singing you Santa. You can turn some of your wants into haves. Right. So they didn't have either one of them. You know, so I was like, well, then it's just not meant to be. They sold out that fast or they just have them out too early and they don't actually have the merch in. I don't I don't think that they brought in enough of them at this time. So like he the guy was nice and he looked at the other surrounding stores. Mm -hmm. He wasn't understanding that I was not leaving like I was just going that way home. I did. I This wasn't a trek to find this item. This was a spontaneous buy. And if you have it, great. If you don't, I'm moving on with my life. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to. Google map the rest of my evening to go to these different Home Depots. So I was like, no, you, I don't think you understand. No. 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 Nada. No, 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 no. So uh, he's like, well, they got it at the other Roseville store. They got it this and this. I was like, nah, never mind. So we go home, and I didn't get either one of them. And I know when I miss out on something that I want is when I can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So we get home. I do my work, you know, prep for today and all that stuff. Can you stop whatever it is that you're doing? There is a bug just right about to fly in my eye, and it won't go away. You know, it's very annoying. I'm sitting here trying to tell a Christmas story, and you're sitting here swiping the sky. Well, sorry if I don't want a bug in my eye. Anyway, so so I go home. I do my work. A couple hours pass. I sit down for dinner, and it just hits me. You know what hits me? Would you like to guess what hit me? Uh, The Christmas spirit. Bam. There you go. That's the answer. (laughs) Dang, look at you, Nelson. The, Christ- the Christmas spirit on the 2nd of October smacked me in the face while I was downing delicious salmon for dinner. I went onto the app, and then another well, another another thing happened. Another oh, very no. exciting thing happened. I, <laughs> I find the Santa Claus uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the Home Depot app, and now I have two options. Would you like to guess what my two options are? Pick mm-hmm. it up or have it shipped. Well, that yeah, that's not the answer I'm looking for, but that was, that was okay. an option. <laughs> You are not wrong. <laughs> that was going to be my guess. Was- no. White or black? Oh, mm. which kind of Santa do you want? Is it racist for me to have a black Santa in my house? Mm. I don't think it's racist, but why would you have a black Santa? Because I can go around now and say things and say, well, oh I have a God. black Santa that's a friend of mine in my house. Oh, my gosh. I no. can't be racist. I have a black Santa. Right, exactly. That's crazy. That won't work. No? Just so you know. No. no. Well, I ordered the black Santa. 
You did? did. No, you didn't. I did. I'll believe when I see it. I will, too. I'm bringing diversity into the Bailey house. Get out of here. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) I don't believe you. I literally will have to see this Santa is black. And then I will really need to know, why did you order a black Santa? Because I thought it was, I, I was just trying to bring everybody together. No, you weren't. Yeah. Does it look like, imagine it looks like Uncle Phil. <laughs> it's a white Santa with black skin. I just want it to. I want it to be James Avery. I want it to be like actually him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Will. Why did we never get him in a Santa outfit? Like, hey, Will. Would you like to hear a Christmas song? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Uncle Phil. All right, you want to start us off here? Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Everybody knows of Abercrombie and Fitch, the store. I don't know if you've seen the documentaries on it. But that place was like hell on earth. And then people still shop there. And it, like the one place that can't get canceled for some reason. And I don't know if it's because they've melted your brain with the overdose of cologne <laughs> that they spray or not. But the BBC is about to go after them in a big way. And if you don't know the whole story, we'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. Now, living in uh, a day and age where one little thing will, as they say, get you canceled. A term that I cannot stand because it's so cliche now. It's not even cool. You know, it used to be cool to say the word. Well, and it's, now it's so haphazardly applied. And people aren't really canceled, so the nope. word is pointless now. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a phony yeah. baloney word. Exactly. That's what it is. Uh, so Abercrombie & Fitch, which is a you know store, been around for a very long time, caters to dudes and women. It had its high point. And what would you say the, the big years for Abercrombie & Fitch were? 2001. 2004, maybe, maybe 99, as early as 99. I would say 99 through probably 2005. And and it was That's, that stretch. It, w- it was really when it started, it was a kind of across the board, right? It was uh, the, the documentary that I saw, I think it was on Netflix, really breaks it down and explains first the trend and then the turmoil. But the trend was, you know, for all different types of people wearing the clothing line because of what was before. And, you know, they kind of started with the graphic tees, which weren't a thing before that you would wear something goofy and so on and so forth. But you saw white dudes and black dudes and white girls and black girls wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. It wasn't a like gender or race based store. Am I wrong here? I don't agree with that. I don't I didn't wear Abercrombie and Finch and nobody that I knew that was black ward either. It was only white boys and white girls. When I was growing up, that wore that. Okay. Now, now I would I would agree with him just from where I was at, but um, I never fit into any of it. So like there was no, I was never shopping there. But like I saw all races. So you were Abercrombie and doesn't fit. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> doesn't fit. <Yeah. laughs> gotcha. I, was that the spinoff store uh-huh. <laughs> where you just walk in, turn around, and leave? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Either way, uh, so that was that was their thing, and you know it had the 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 ripped jeans at the bottom, and then the cargo shorts, which you know I'm still a fan of, mm-hmm. and and all that kind of like uh, mountainy, naturey type of earthy mm-hmm. clothing line and whatnot. And they even had the model pictures on the outside, the dudes with the abs and the girls with the abs, and all, and all that stuff. They had the nicest flannels for sure. Yeah, the flannels were a mm-hmm. big thing. So then I guess at some point in time in this company's history, during this period of time, they put out a graphic tee that was racist in nature. And I forget what the term was on it, 
but it did not go over well. Really? Which then brought eyes and ears to the company. Mm-hmm. Then they find out that the owners, uh, this Mike Jeffries and Matthew Smith, weren't the greatest people at all. Uh, at all. Sure. And then the allegations started rolling in of how they were power pushing for sex, but for dudes. So, like, the guy models that would come in, they would have, like, a middleman and say, hey, look, if you want to get to the top and, and get far in this business, which I'm assuming probably, I don't know if it still happens, but as we saw with the Harvey Weinstein stuff in Hollywood, it's happened for many years where people, guys in power, would push the sex on men and women in order to either have false promises or delivered promises. Mm-hmm. Right. So this dossier that the BBC Panorama has released, they did it, I think, last night, actually, and they've got all kinds of allegations, kind of similar to the doc that I, I think I've seen and maybe some of you listen have seen, where they call it a highly organized network, used uh, a middleman to find men for, for these guys, Mike Jeffries and Matthew Smith. And it said events, uh, events involved sex acts, and the men said they were recruited by this middleman, uh, middleman identified as James Jacobson, or Jim, who denies any wrongdoing. By the way, this guy wore a snakeskin patch over his nose. Ah. He said he had surgery. He never mm-hmm. trusts a guy with a snakeskin patch. Half claimed they were misled about the nature of the events or not told sex was expected, while others said they knew it would involve sex, but not exactly what was expected of them. Uh, but this store still exists. And- yeah, it's still out there. And I, I looked up the T-shirt thing. I had forgot about this, too. Um, it was uh, the Asian community that they offended. They had a T-shirt slogan that said, Wong Brothers Laundry Services. And then under it, it said the two Wongs can't make it white. Right. So right. those are the shirts that got pulled. Right. And and that did not go over well. No. Well, and they had the cartoonish, like, slanted eyes mm-hmm. and, like, essentially the Asian version uh, of, like, uh, like, a Sambo character yeah. for, to the African-American community. And they pulled it, made changes and whatnot, moved on. But what that did was they found out that these guys were were, were doing, you know, all the wrong things uh, as far as power pushing for dudes to have sex with them. And, you know, it's, you know, at one time it was kind of understood if you were going into a certain job, you knew that there were certain, not to say that it was right, trust me, I'm not condoning it, I'm just saying, you kind of understood it, like especially the modeling business, I'm assuming. Right. You were like, okay, there's a chance I'm going to have to do it. If I'm single, why not? If it's going to get me somewhere. Or you're going to avoid it altogether, one or the other. And if you avoid it, there's a good chance your career is not going to mm-hmm. go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if I were younger and I were put in that situation, not with a dude, but if a woman power pushed me, I'd probably have done it. Like, if it's going to get me a paycheck and I get free sex out no, of it. No, you wouldn't. You don't think so? No. No, because it makes you feel dirty. It, it just it does something to your mental. You think when you're on the outside looking in, like, oh, I totally do that. But when you're in the situation, you probably wouldn't. Just like the... The one you told us about not too long ago when you were in radio and the woman was coming on to you so strong. You didn't do it because you didn't like how it made you feel. But I was in a relationship. Well, it, I no, would you weren't. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I was. Oh, you were? I thought you said you were single at that time. No, no, no. I was in a relationship. Um, but with, even if you were single, I'm talking about how it made you feel. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. I, I think because I don't like being, especially me, I don't like being told what to do. Absolutely. Right, yeah, the Absolutely. aggressor. I don't mm-hmm. want to be told. You're right. Mm-hmm. You don't want anybody to make you feel that way. And that's why I didn't get into monologue, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. Because I didn't want to be pressured into sex. I didn't want to be told to have sex with somebody. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to argue with me so bad and say no. I'm like, I know you. It's, <laughs> it, you know, the, a lot of these companies and these stores that have this kind of heat on them, they don't make it. You know, in, in 2023, almost 2024, 
you're just done so. Mm-hmm. It surprises me. Not that I'm trying to put them out of business or anything. I don't care one way or the other. But it just surprises me. Like, I remember watching the documentary on Abercrombie and Fish, and I was like, wow. this I had no idea. This is mind-blowing. Had no idea these things existed with this company. I don't really see them in malls anymore, though. So are they still existing online? They're, you know how you know they're in a mall? Is because yeah, you smell it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen them in a mall out here at all, nowhere. Even if I wanted to shop there, my allergies would not allow me. Oh, to Oh, there'd be there. no way. That's one of the main reasons no I way. almost never walked into that store because that smell drove me insane. And I'm a person that wears perfume; mm-hmm. it's too strong. Yeah, it, it, it made if, my head hurt instantly. Even if you're walking outside the store, it, mm-hmm. I I don't know why they do it. I I guess they think that it's. Attracting people like it's an aphrodisiac? I could never work Well, well what's the average age of their clientele? You know what I mean? Isn't that the time of your life when you're putting on too many smells anyway? What's the, the, the stereotype of, like, young boys putting on too much deodorant or Axe body spray or coating themselves in, in different scents? You know what I mean? It's not like they're catering to 30-year-olds. I don't know. I, if I'm going to guess, I'm going to say the, the over-cologne is now with the older generation. Yeah. The overperfume is with the younger girls. Mm. But people like Nelson who overdose it's on It's always do not older overdose. men who have on all that cologne and you can smell them five miles away. Yeah. That's Nelson. You can <laughs> your cars it up. No, I do not dracar it, thank you very much. There's he does that it. on the days where he showers up good and spruces himself. I do up, it I would do it any day that I wasn't working with him. Yeah. I would have it on every day. I hate not wearing cologne. Why? Oh. You cannot be a fat guy and have an off scent. So you wear nice cologne when you're fat. I have been the smelly kid in class. You're just masking it. You can still smell it. I hate to break the news to you. I get, <laughs> I'm telling it smells you. smells like butt, car. I'm telling you that not one person has ever said to me, oh, that smells like butt, but I have plenty of people tell me, damn, you smell good. Because you've never had a friend like me. No, I've had plenty of people that have told me that when I stink. I'm original. A you're original. <laughs> I wear good cologne. I don't mess around with my cologne. Your Nick, cologne does smell good. You thank just you. put on a lot of it. Nikki I do says, not, I put two sprays of it on. Nikki says you wear well cologne. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to agree with her. It does smell like, like a well, well cologne. Screw you. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Back in the day, day I was uh, a Jakar go-to and a Cool Water. Then I graduated. I could see you as a Cool Water. Oh, uh, Cool Water was the deal. There are many a ladies that lay in the kid's bed from a Cool Water night. And now look at you. All you can wear is soap. Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of roll around in what's at the left of the uh, what's left of the bottom of the shower, <laughs> like a pink and mud. <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what new <laughs> alert is coming to your phone and who made a historic debut in SAC. All right, two big stories from today. Thanks for being here. Give us a minute. We'll get you headlines. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Thanks so much. The good guys, heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR, 530-GOOD-AIR. First round of headlines, Nikki D. An alert is coming that you can't silence, H1. This week, every television, radio, and cell phone in the United States will send out an electronic warning tone of an emergency alert. This is going to take place Wednesday at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Uh, the federal government said it will conduct this EAS test across all platforms, TV, radio, and your cell phones, just to ensure that everybody's systems is working properly in the event of an emergency. I love when everyone's phone goes off at the same time. It's one of my favorite things in life, like right next to Christmas. <laughs> Why? Because not everybody knows what's happening. Most people don't. Mm -hmm. They're not up to speed. They're not reading the news. They're not listening and whatnot. So they, the looks on their faces are so shocked. And it's one of the only things that if you're in a store, let's say a Home Depot or something, that brings everyone together. <laughs> because once it, I, I kid you not, it, uh, this is not, I'm not bidding out. I love when this happens. And I, ne and I never know either. Now I know thanks to you, but you're <laughs> sitting there and you look and people's faces are priceless. And then they turn to the closest person because their phone's going off. And then it's like, everybody's on kind of a delay. Like aisle two will go off before aisle six. Aisle six goes mm -hmm. off before aisle eight. And then you kind of see people go to the end of the aisle where the end caps are and uh -huh. look around and go, What's going on? What's happening? What's going on? So with that being said, Nelson, if you can, mm -hmm. when is this happening? Wednesday, tomorrow. 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 Uh, if you could find a store like a Home Depot mm -hmm. and be in the store at that time and roll tape and just get everyone's faces. I'm telling you, it's a thing. And you guys never experienced this when everybody's phone goes off and you're in a store Everybody starts to congregate. Yeah, I guess the last time I saw something like that would have been an Amber Alert. Right. Yeah, an yeah, Amber, Amber Alert. Amber Alerts do it for sure. Amber Alert. No idea it's coming. Your phone goes off. The guy in front of you, his phone starts going off. He turns around and goes, what's going on? Instead of looking at his phone and seeing it says Amber Alert, he turns to you and asks you what's on his phone. Well, now they have all these conspiracy <laughs> theories floating around about this. So people might turn their phones off, believe it or not. Why? Because they're saying that this is actually some kind of... A uh, conspiracy from the government because they put something in us with our COVID shots, and this alert it's activating is going to activate it in oh, that's our awesome. bodies, and the government's going to be able to control oh us. So God. they have all, all right. these videos floating around. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> different bit. I need you to find about fifteen people, uh -huh. show up to a store, and when it goes off, have them all Freak turn out. into zombies. Oh my God! <laughs> have them start biting each other's necks and get some ketchup and start spraying it everywhere. I hate to break it to you, conspiracy theorists, but uh, EASs have been around for, for a very, very long time. <laughs> also, I hate to break it to you, but you bought your microchip, you freaks. They're not putting it into a needle to put it in your arm. You willingly signed up to buy your damn microchip. It's your stupid phone. Well, they're th thinking that uh, something in the... The, the vaccine blood. that yeah. connects with the 5G, which connects to the hip bone. Also, I've seen Kingsman, the Secret Service. When Samuel L. Jackson tries to take over the world, you just have to be near someone else's phone. There is there is some more information on this I cannot divulge right now. Is Buck Wagon Cover. <laughs> Agent Buck Wagon Cover has to keep it on the DL. You are part of a civilian program. That's I'm glad you believe that. <laughs> That's exactly what I need you well, to believe. Just so when Gina Swanky from the FBI hears this, let, let her know that someone said it out, out loud. No, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this because you're my friend. Miss Swanky doesn't know everything. Oh. There are people higher than Miss Swanky. We just we just call him Five. Thank you, Gina. That's his name, Five. Five. We don't really see five. We just hear five. Oh, that was good. Yeah. All right. Second story. 13-year-old Davion Kimbrough is officially in the game. H2. 
Sacramento Republic FC are on the verge of a winning the regular season uh, league title, and last night they made history while picking up yet another win. In the 87th minute. In the 87th minute, Davion Kimbrough was actually subbed to play in the game. We talked about him a few months back when we did the uh, when we had the Sac Republic FC on air with us because he's the youngest to ever be signed to a pro soccer team. And that was his first time actually appearing and getting into a match this season, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and when we had the coach on, you know, I was like, well, my, my, my concern would be, you know, the kid's education. Mm-hmm. You know, not that it's unusual for someone under the age of 18 to get into their career, whether it be, you know, being an artist as far as a musician or something in sports like professional tennis and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. you can get in at a young age. And, and they talked about having, you know, there's a tutor and there's a program uh, designed just for this young man. Yeah, he's still doing his Elk Grove in the, in the Elk Grove Charter School. Which is great, which mm-hmm. is which he's probably going to get a better education with Sac Republic than he yep. would in the, in the school system, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. But, you know, you see stories like this and you can't help but go, what was I doing at 13? What was I good at at 13? And I can tell you, nothing near near what this kid's doing. I can tell you that. I could run fast. I was good at track. I don't don't know if I was good at anything. I was good at being fat. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that's it. Mm, Not number one, though. I guarantee I was better at being fat than you. That's true. I was trying to catch up from a distance, (laughs) from afar. (laughs) From afar. From afar. Uh, Kelly Rizzo, if all goes well, will join us. She's going to be joining the cast of Fox's... uh, this has become kind of a big show. This is the season two of Special Forces, World's Toughest Test, where they drop all these celebrities in the middle of nowhere and have them survive. Uh, but uh, I wanted to get Kelly on. I've never met her before, but uh, I was fairly close with her husband, Bob Saget, uh, the late, great Bob Saget. Um, he is he's one of those guys that and it's not just me. You know, if you go to different cities and listen to different radio programs, you probably hear this quite often because that's how great of a guy Bob was. He was radio's best friend. Mm-hmm. He really was radio's best friend. He got it. And he would jump through fire for radio shows that treated him nicely. Well, and he raised half the country. He yeah. definitely did. With Full House, sure, yeah. of course. But Bob uh, holds a near and dear place to my heart outside of the radio stuff. And I'll explain that when we get back uh, if I got the time with Kelly because uh, he's a big part of the reason why I'm married to my wife today. So we, like I said, if all goes well, sometimes these things fall through or don't happen. But Kelly Rizzo will join us uh, when we return. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D uh, waiting for Kelly Rizzo to get on the phone. There's Nelson. You know, this works, Mm -hmm. right? A little late, Mm -hmm. a little early. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Did I tell everybody at the beginning of the show that we have those extreme tickets? Did I mention that or did I forget to mention Uh, it? You did mention that we have extreme, yes. Okay. Extreme, living color. I really want to try to get to this show. I've never seen extreme before. Neither have I. This is when you had, like, lovey songs with your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. They don't make them anymore. Nope. Nobody has lovey songs. And one of the best music videos. Oh my god! Right, just sitting around on stools and stripped playing, down, just playing stripped down, yeah, playing guitar. Uh-huh. All right, uh, Kel, uh, Kelly Rizzo uh, should be on here in just a second, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about her being on uh, this new show on Fox. Well, it's it's not a new show because it's in its second season, but Fox's World's Toughest Tests, which airs uh, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time, with a whole slew. 
of different celebrities uh, that will be joining Kelly. So let's welcome her to the program. We'll we'll tee you up, Kelly, as food and travel lifestyle expert and influencer and all-around great person that for some reason decided to be launched in the middle of the woods and try to survive for television purposes. How are you, Kelly? <laughs> well, that might be my favorite intro ever. I love that. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. Yeah, what would make you do this? Like, it, right. what, what point was the phone call to your agent to you that sold you on going, hey, look, I got an idea. Let's surround you with a bunch of egomaniacs in the middle of the woods to try to survive, which I'm guessing you're not the camping type, maybe. I don't know. But this is survivalist stuff. Uh, you nailed it. I am not the camping type. Right. Um, I am pretty adventurous and in terms of, you know, like snowboarding, scuba diving, all that stuff in the outdoors. But when it comes to sleeping on a military cot in a room full of uh, 13 other people with, you know, out my sound machine and earplugs and eye mask, um, that is not what I'm used to. And... Uh, yeah, my agent basically said, I've got this opportunity for you. And she, uh, Dr. Drew is also a client of hers. And she's like, he did it last season and absolutely loved it. And he'll talk to you about it. And Dr. Drew told me it was the greatest experience of his life. And I'd be crazy to pass it up. So Uh, uh, I went to New Zealand. Yeah. I'm assuming you're not the one on this show. That's going to ruffle the feathers. They'll leave that to you know, you've got this Tom Sandoval guy. I see his name all the time. I have mm-hmm. no idea who he is, but he's with that Pump Me show, or what, what is it, Vanderpump, right? Vander- oh, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Do you watch that show? I have no idea even what it is. So I had never seen the show before I went um, to New Zealand to do Special Forces. And, you know, I had heard of who Tom was because, you know, it was just all over social media. Right. But I didn't really even know what he looked like. And so when I got there and, you know, you don't know anything, they don't tell, they purposely keep you in the dark, um, uh, literally until the cameras start rolling and you're filming on day one. And he was the person sitting next to me on the, on this crazy bus thing that they took us out into the mountains on. And, and he's like, hi, I'm Tom. And I had no idea who he was. (laughs) And Jack Osborne was sitting right behind us. And Jack goes, looks like we've got a Sandoval on our hands, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, it's that Tom Sandoval guy. <laughs> you know, Tom and I, we got along great. Like, you know, you can't bring any of that stuff to here because you're truly trying to just survive in this crazy situation, and, you know, you have the most elite special forces in the world that are training you and treating you as if you belong there, and, you know, you can't bring any of that ego stuff or, you know, oh, I have this reality show back home you know i I told him i said look we're all let's forget about that for now we're all equals here let's just you know move forward and have each other's backs well i i think if i were you uh i definitely would buddy up with jack or would have i know it's in the can but like jack osborne he's a great guy but brian austin green from 90210 i think that i would just the entire time ask him about well 90210 you, you know. wouldn't ask him about Megan Fox. Uh, now, I really don't care about Megan Fox. I just want to know about, I want to know about the Peach Pit. I want to know about Dylan. Oh, she he broke his heart. I want, to, I want to know about behind it. Like, yeah. right, Kelly? Is that is some of these people? You know, it's so funny. I had all of these people that you mentioned just at, at my house last night watching the episode. <laughs> 
uh, we had a little watch party, and it, it is funny, like, all these different worlds colliding, and including JoJo Siwa, like, who would have thought that, you know, I'd have her and Brian Austin Green at my house on the same day together. That's wild. What about uh, Black China? But um, she, you know, she wasn't there very long um, because, <laughs> you know, she left on uh, on episode two, which was last night. Um, but, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time with her, but she and I got along fine for the amount of time we interacted. You know, she was, I thought she was cool. Like she was pleasant. I thought you were asking her what she served the food on. No, that's he and, he and Brian Austin green. They, they had a little interaction. I think it was night one. They had a little fight, oh. uh, but, and, and yeah, she was, uh, Oh, she she was a, she was definitely a tough cookie. She kind of got in his face, and they had a little argument. We were all like, "What's going on? Is Brian Austin Green fighting with Black China?" I mean, obviously her name's Angela, so we we only knew her as Angela. Uh, we're like, is, "Are Angela and Brian fighting? Like, what is going on?" So I was like, "How did I end up in the middle of this? Like, what?" Right, you're what the are you doing here. You're you're the deer, right? You're the you're the baby face in this whole thing. Like, if you go through, you've you, you know, you're not. You're not the one to start trouble or stir the pot a little bit. So you're probably surrounded by all these rejects. And you're going, why? Again, Dr. Drew, why did you tell me to do this again? Uh, uh, right? <laughs> you know, I just, I thought my best plan of attack was to kind of slip through the cracks and just, uh, like, keep my head down mm-hmm. and just do what they tell me. I'm not going to start, you know, I'm not going to start anything. I'm not going to be dramatic and just, uh, you know, see how long I can last by just, doing what i'm told let me uh let me say this to you kelly um just about bob um uh bob saget Uh, i like i I know you probably hear this from a you're doing a media tour and stuff and you probably hear this from a bunch of radio people but bob was radio's best friend and um you know I, i i don't need to tell you the tears that flowed that day but from this side of things even now i get kind of choked up about it because he was so nice to me for so many years in this business, and I have so many great memories, including my wife of 10 years. He was there on our first date, and we, <gasps> yeah, no yeah, when I was in Orlando, uh, we had him. We were actually broadcasting from Universal Studios that day, and it's actually one of the best bits I've ever done. He came in, and he would always play along, so, you know, we re- redid Full House and whatnot, and, and he was so much fun. And then that night he was performing at, at the Hard Rock, and it was my wife and I's first date. And we went over there, and then afterwards, because he was staying at the the Hard Rock Hotel, we went over and uh, we hung out. You know, and to me it was I'm trying to impress her, like I know Bob Saget, he's hanging out with us on our first date. But he, you know, we just sat there, he ate his wings in the bar, and uh, we talked. And you know, I had met him numerous times before, and he's just the sweetest man. So. You are uh, obviously very fortunate to be married and spend so many years with such a great guy, and, and I'm sincerely from the bottom of my heart, and I know it's 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 been a minute, but I'm just so sorry for your loss. I really am. Well, thank you. That really means so much because you really hit the nail on the head. First off, how much you just encompassed Bob with just a few sentences, especially when you said him eating his wings. <laughs> I mean, the man loved his chicken wings and he loved, you know, performing and then going back to the hotel and then ordering some food that he knew maybe wasn't the best for him, <laughs> but it made him happy. And, you know, what you said was how lucky I was 
to be with him as long as I was. And that's really what I focus on is the gratitude and not, you know, it's not fair. Why me? Why did this happen? Just like how grateful I am. Just lucky me that I got to be with that incredible human for as long as I did. You know, we only had six years together and like three and a half married, um, which, you know, isn't very long, of course, but I look at it as I got six years with this amazing man that no one will ever be like he is. I mean, he was the most unique human on the planet. And, you know, but I got to have that time with him and make him happy, and he made me happy. And, uh, you know, I got to be with somebody who truly changed the world and made it a better place. So, it's, you know, I look at him as, you know, job well done in, in that life that he led. So, yeah. He was America's um, dad. Those things about him. You know, yeah. he was... He, he, it was all, I grew up without a father. You know, Bob was it. You know, so it was. I had a dad, and he raised me. So, like, <laughs> I got double dose of dad. So, I just, uh, I know, I know, we gotta let you go, but I, I just wanted to make sure I got that because I'd, I'd never spoken with you before, and, and I feel like that's uh, at least from you know, in a in a greedy, selfish way, some type of closure for me. So, uh, thanks for letting me do that uh, and say oh, those things. Well, thank you for you know keeping Bob's legacy alive and just continuing to talk about him because that's. You know, that's really all we can ask for. So thank you so much for that. Well, we're rooting for you. Uh, Monday nights, 9 o'clock, world's toughest test, special forces, world's toughest test. We are all Team Kelly Rizzo. Yes, mm-hmm. we are. All right. That's oh. what we are. So thank you, you so much, guys. Oh, Kelly. If, <laughs> if you ever make it to Sacramento, you come in and we'll do the same stuff with you we did with Bob. How about that? <laughs> I would absolutely love to. It would be an honor. Thank you so much. Anything I can do to you know, retrace Bob's footsteps just means so much to me. So. Very sweet. Well, best of luck on the show, and uh, and uh, thanks for your time, and hopefully we'll talk soon. Okay, Kelly? Definitely. Thank you again. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Kelly Rizzo, ladies and gentlemen. Monday nights, Special Forces, Fox, World's Toughest Tests. I don't think I could ever do that. No, not a chance. Not I'd try it, though. I, I could be on reality it. TV, but not in the woods. Not like the Naked and Afraid? or No, the... no, no, no. It's too I'd small. try Survivor, too. Just because I'm a fan. Yeah, Survivor's another one. Yeah, I do Survivor, it. maybe. I do it. Yeah, because Survivor, you get on, like, island. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, still it's outside. Like, you're still sleeping outside. No, but what? it's like, it doesn't feel different. You're not what? going to some weird forest. You're on a beach. What, are you speaking caveman? Right. Survivor, we go island. <laughs> you go island. <laughs> Baby man, survive <laughs> island. Yeah, islands how fun. Now, Nikki and I both are marks for Big Brother. Yes. Yeah, we would sign up, quit our jobs, leave our families in a heartbeat. I'm out of here. I'm I'm gonna put my tape together for next season. I promise. Yeah, let's put a double tape together. Let's go. No, 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 no. I don't. Did you headphones working? Yeah. What? Because you guys love the show. I'm I'm destined to be on reality TV. <laughs> He's the guy. Like Nikki and I are having a party, and it's for two. You would we never not, actually go and be on the show. We, don't tell Be me real. what I wouldn't. Win. Nobody invited this guy. Let's put a triple <laughs> tape together. Then. Nikki and I have been talking about this for years, and this guy pops up, and he's like, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just well, like that. Get out of Dodge. Who's going to pay for my food if she's gone on Big Brother? <laughs> figure it out for not, uh, three months. No. Nope. Yeah, because I will be gone for three months. I'm yeah. not coming out of that house. And I heard, <laughs> I heard. Yeah. What'd you hear? So angry. I know. Jesus. It's just too early. Didn't invite him to a reality show party. Now he's angry about something I heard. <laughs> right. Damn. He baby man know t- what you heard. Baby man on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> baby man about to be shot out of a cannon. I heard that once again, the own ranger, one Nikki D, 
Mm-hmm. Ijo Silver. Out this past weekend, <laughs> picking up your tab, and you embarrassed her. I'll explain what I know, and I'm sure Nikki can fill in all the gaps. There'll be a rebuttal. <laughs> Relax. If I you, want a pre-buttal. I don't want a rebuttal. I want a pre-buttal. Relax. If you raise your hand, I will allow you to buttle. <laughs> but with that attitude, you're not going anywhere. No buttling for you. Yeah, no buttling over there. <laughs> right, give us a minute. Hang on. Sometimes you got one of those. You know what I mean? Yep. I know what you mean. You got one of those friends that's a little bit embarrassing. You know what I mean? Yep. Nikki and I have that friend. (laughs) (laughs) Name is Nelson Flyer. Foxtrot. That's right. Baby man. Aspiring stand-up comic. Mm -hmm. Now, I know exactly the story Nikki's about to explain because I've experienced it many times. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why I distance myself from him in these situations. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? It is, yeah. Okay. But you've got no choice because you're the own ranger, mm-hmm. and Nikki <laughs> provides food for Baby Man. <laughs> Baby Man don't eat unless Nikki takes him out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, he was a little bit too loud. We went out Friday night to uh, dinner with some friends, and we were all at the table. We were laughing. We were talking. We had had a really good dinner. And then out of nowhere, it's like everybody in the restaurant at the same time got quiet. Nobody was saying anything. And Nelson just burst out. And I don't even remember what we were talking about. And he says, oh, Nikki D, she is a freak. And everybody's heart just stopped beating at the same time. You can hear it. You could have heard a rat piss on cotton in there. It was so quiet. Rat piss on cotton. Right. That's how quiet it got in there. And our friend we went was like, Nelson, why did you just say that so loud? Like, you are so embarrassing. Then what does he do? No, nobody's paying attention to me. Nobody can hear me. You know, yeah, just yell louder. Let me tell you something. There are a lot of radio shows in the country that have decent impersonators. I've never been a big fan of impersonators, but you, Nikki D, mm-hmm. are spot on with your impersonation <laughs> of Baby Man. <laughs> That's exactly what oh, he did. Right, he's, he's raising he has his hand up. He's raising his hand. All right, in 10 words or less, <laughs> rebuttal. Not one person stopped what they were doing. At that restaurant. Seven. That's seven. That was good. Yeah. That's not true. We all stopped what we were doing to look at him like he was crazy. Volume unchanged. Restaurant. Okay, now you're talking. That's my (laughs) ten. That's my ten. That was my ten words. You're talking segments. Not one. She she wants to misrepresent. Everybody Uh, stopped and turned their heads. I wish I could get a witness in here. I wish I I could. Can I get a witness, please? Hold on. I've got the waiter on the phone. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) His breath has stopped in his body. She would back my my plane. I I will tell you, you know, I don't get embarrassed often. Uh, Very rarely do I get embarrassed, actually. But I will tell you, Nelson, that I've been out to dinner with you a few times. And I know when we first started working together, I didn't know what I bought. You know, when I brought you here and uh, we've had some conversations. You you just got to tone it down a little bit. And so you are a little loud. And and look, I don't think it's malicious. No. So like you're defending something that it's it's not a you're not being malicious. There's nope. a difference. You know, if somebody's just trying to be an ass jack, nope. mm-hmm. you're not being that guy. But what happens a voice carries. Well, I'll tell you why. You you're very 
you're very much like my son, which she's coming in town today. He gets wrapped up in the situation. Mm -hmm. He wants to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Once he feels he's accepted, he wants to really be in on the conversation. Right. You just don't know how to interject. You like to get loud and then louder and then you talk over and then you talk over. And then when you meet a guy like me that shuts you down and says, dude, shut up. You know, most people aren't going to do that. They're going to, you know, they're not going to say anything. No, most of the people that we're around with Nelson, they tell him, Nelson, you are too loud. Because that's exactly what happened at dinner. Before I could even say anything, our friend who who we were with said, Nelson, you are too loud. Like, you're out of pocket. How does that make you feel? I don't give up. I'm a sore like it was a BS Uncensored. I don't care. You know, you, you do care a little bit. No. Now, if the own ranger said that. Now, you coming out here going to spread all these lies? What am I going to do? I'm going to deny, and I'm going to look guilty anyway. Okay. Oh, what, it wasn't a lie. What, did you not do that? What did she lie about? She lied about how everybody in the restaurant's looking. It got quiet all at the same time. Not one decibel change, save for mine, went up. Were you loud? I'm always loud. Do you think that you were too loud for this circumstance? No. To say that I'm a freak oh. across the entire oh, restaurant? God. I did not say it across the entire restaurant. I yes, said it across the entire table. You, hold on, kids. Do you? Th- I'm wearing my Foot Locker shirt. Do you think <laughs> that that was the right place to say in any decibel that Nikki D is a freak? Yes, because I was leading up to a story that had happened, but back and forth with Nikki D and I. For one, I had started telling the story. Private. Not private. What private? Was, wasn't no off one, the record. No one here but me and you. That was a private conversation. That was not See, an off-the-record conversation, though. That might be the other issue that you have, mm. is reading the room. Mm-hmm. Is not knowing, and I've seen this. I'm telling you, this is from a this is from an innocent neutral third party, right? With a Foot Locker shirt on. With a Foot Locker shirt on, meaning I'm a referee for those that mm-hmm. don't get the analogy. But mm-hmm. so the the you're not reading. You think that you can go and have this full long conversation when you have to talk in, in little segments. So this freak thing, you're like, I'm leading up into a story, and you guys might have been having your coffee and your dessert, and everybody's getting ready to leave. And you're getting ready to go into a big all no, hour long diatribe. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> and it was at the end of dinner. You were absolutely right about that. Look, we were getting ready to leave. That's how much. That's I've got ESPN. Mm-hmm. Few, you're right. Jesus. <laughs> I, you're I right. Mean, visionary is what they say. Uh huh. Yeah. But notice if he if he didn't think that what he did was out of pocket, nobody at the table after that wanted to even hear his story. Did you even tell the story? No. No, because everybody was now focused on. Why did you say that so loud? Nobody even wanted to hear a story. I feel bad for you. I think Don't you're cute. Me, you're cute. You're a little. You're a little guy over there. <laughs> you're a little guy that wants to be accepted. When and it wasn't c- like we weren't talking about uh, uh, stuff of a similar nature most of the, the damn conversation anyway, because we were talking about old girl next to me, and whether uh, uh, and what she got up to in her personal life. And but you did too much then too. But you just didn't see it. You so made you her uncomfortable. You could have just shut this whole thing down and just said what, Nikki. My bad. My bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you argue, and it's a problem because you know Nikki's been talking to me about this for days. <laughs> you know what? And she's been lying to you for days. No, I've been telling the truth. Oh no, she no, says no, that no. I've been expressing my feelings. That, and she no. has. She, she came it's over. So she says you guys got a minute. And I was like, Nikki, it's it's eleven thirty at night. It's so crazy. She goes, I can't sleep. I feel like I said lines coming up. I, I said, uh, <laughs> but I'm here for you. You know that. And she goes, "Can you? Would you step outside?" I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll step outside." So we went on a walk, and I late at night, I eleven thirty. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, "PM." 
And I'd never seen so many tears roll down that woman's face. Was, <laughs> My God. I was so embarrassed. I just don't know what to do. Half it up. And you are the only one I can confide in. She thinks this is so funny. And I'd like to keep this, you know, I, I don't want to embarrass them, so let's not bring it up on the radio right away. <laughs> let's find a way to collectively. So we talked to experts. Yes, yeah, we did. I saw it in your little notes. I was upset <laughs> as soon as I saw it in the notes two days ago. You know. And then we got here. Yeah, because we right. realized we had to address it. This is this is where a psychiatrist told us to go on yeah, the radio. We had to address it. He said we, we need to confront you, pull an intervention, we all have mm-hmm. letters. Oh, You're Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Take this gift. God. Stop talking so loud. Yeah. You are a little you're a little loudy. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Just remember this a little later. This show turns on a dime. So when the when both guns uh are pointed at you later, I don't want to hear nothing. You won't because I'm not that loud. <laughs> That was quick. That was really good. I was, that was really good. I got I got to give it to her on that one. Mm-hmm. In my head, uh-huh. I was thinking, I hope she says what you just said. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park, really. Yeah. Nicely done. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you won. You just you we, just won. Like I felt like we, I felt like you didn't win before that. You just dominated me right there. We should do an exercise <laughs> where we should have Nelson read things, and he can only go over like up to a certain decibel. Oh, he'd fail. We'll call it Nelson on quiet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nelson on mute. <laughs> Nelson on mute to see if he cannot get all excited. No, I'm not doing that. He walks in in the morning out of breath, angry because he's out of breath. Oh. He's yelling under his breath because he's out of it. He can't even whisper. He tried to whisper to me, and I was like, just wait. Do you yell at these Trudys when you meet them on the Grind app and, and bring them over to your house? All caps. That's all I, my, all my text messages, all caps. Yep. I would think so. Jesus, man. I'm poor just women. loud. All these women are deaf now. You know how you dated Nelson? You're deaf. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, period, the end of the story. Yeah. If you see women walking around with headphones on, they dated Nelson. Yeah, you, you go out of the woman after they date Nelson, you got to scream at them at the dinner table or sign mm-hmm. to them. <laughs> she owns earplugs. She dated Nelson. <laughs> yeah. All right. Second round of uh, headlines, Nelson. Nikki's going to do that. Is that okay? Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. That's how I need you to talk the rest of the show. The rest of the show. Yeah. Down here. Okay. <laughs> I want to tell you how a clerk was burned at work and why a football game was called off because of girls. You like football, don't you? I'm baby man like football. Yeah, there you go. See, that's a good soothing voice from you. You got to keep it there, though. All right, two big stories from today. Get you learned here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. And second round of headlines. Big thanks to our buddies at Good Guys Heating and Air. That is goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed, and... The promotions they have for the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, is going to put some money into the fantastic organization of Susan G. Komen. So you can get a hold of Good Guys Heating and Air and ask about that. Nikki D. Trying to protect his store left this clerk with severe burns. H3. It's, it's terrible, you know. You know, I'm, I'm still in a trauma right now. You know, the pain is like, it's like 7, 8, you know, out of 10. And when, when we clean the wound, it's like, it's it's over 10. 
That's him um, speaking from his hospital hospital bed, a convenience store in El Sobrante. These two clerks, a lot like that 7-Eleven video that we watched California. a couple months back in California. Yes. Um, these guys had come in a couple times during the day and was stealing merchandise out of the store. So this was either the second or third time that this guy came back into the store. And each time they were stealing lighter fluid for whatever reason. So the third time that the guy came back in, the clerk goes out to confront him like, you're not stealing anything else out of my store. And they get into an altercation. And one of the other clerks is going to, like, grab a bat to break it up. And then the guy pours the lighter fluid on top of this clerk's head and lights him on fire. And and these people aren't dangerous, right? You know, just let them take what they want and right. and don't do anything. And the argument it is, well, you shouldn't have stepped in the way to protect what is yours. You know, that's absolutely ridiculous. You it know, is. I don't agree with most of the stuff that comes out of the mouth of Donald Trump. But I know he said not that long ago, the looters mm-hmm. and the people that are stealing should be shot on sight, and I got to agree with him. It, it, you, it, it's got to stop because it's not going to get better. No one's going to learn their lesson unless the lesson is taught. And right now, the, what's being programmed and accepted is come in and take what you want. And people, I think, especially the loosey-gooseys, are looking at it from the standpoint of, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Insurance is going to give you the money. There was a story here in California that's lost $100,000 plus. They're never going to be able to recover. Do you mm-hmm. know how long it takes to recoup from insurance? You know, it's absurd to even have that conversation that you have to go through that, allow some punk ass kid to take something that's not his. Instead of we should be programming young people to work hard for things that are theirs, and if they want something, work harder. If you're being paid for eight hours a day, but you want something that that's not covering, work 15 hours a day. That's how that works. That's the American way. Get three jobs. I've seen it done multiple times. I've worked two jobs myself multiple times. And this wasn't a young kid, by the way. This guy was 38 years old. So this stealing stuff that's taking place in the Bay Area, it's everybody. And it's everywhere. You know, I, I don't usually get very passionate about too many world problems just because there's so many different ways to look at it. And I definitely do not get political. Mm-hmm. But this looting thing, the stealing thing, is driving me insane because as the prince of common sense, it only makes sense, right, to find a solution and it be a bigger deal. Yeah, you know, okay. these talking heads that are debating right now have this conversation because mm-hmm. this is not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no excuse for it. I don't care. You're not going to give excuse all oh, inflation or the the unemployment. There's no excuse for taking something that is not yours. Nope, not at all. Zero. You have no, I don't care how poor you are. I don't care how mentally disturbed you. I don't care about any of that stuff. There's no excuse for it. There is right and there is wrong. Absolutely. You know, we didn't have this kind of problem before. No, so what, what, I don't know where this is coming from. We don't, couldn't blame it on anything before. So what are you blaming it on now? It's absurd. I feel bad for the guy. You know? He looks so bad in that video where you saw him. His eyes and everything are covered and bandaged. He has third-degree burns on his face. Yeah. That is horrible. Yeah, he tried to wrestle the guy. That's the problem. Is you want to get in yeah. and get out. Because the other guy had a baseball bat. Should have let him lead. Yeah. You know, well, with, he was getting it bad after the fact. Yeah, you should have gone right to the kneecap. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. All right, second story. One school I says, really wish you wouldn't have put these two stories. I should have stopped you because I want to sound like a... Go ahead. <laughs> One school says there's no girls in football, H4. After the tackle, a couple of the guys on the on the other team had said, wait, is that a girl? And Brendan turned to them and said, yes, that's a girl. The Coast- uh, I'm not going to make any friends on this thing. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the Coast Union Bronco football team got a win this Saturday because 
it was forfeited. The other team that they were going against did not want to play against their team because they have two girls on their football team. And this has happened before, but there is a federal law that prohibits you doing that in the state of California. What, to forfeit? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play. To discriminate against um, them having girls. I wouldn't play. I am 100% against uh, that. I, I am. And, and let me tell you why. It's not what you think. Okay. It's it's not because the women playing football are going to. I mean, yeah, of course, it it doesn't make any sense because I mean, you can sit there and nitpick. Guys don't play women's softball. Guys don't play women's. It's okay to have two different sports. Mm-hmm. There's women's football, tackle, full tackle, and those women are very good at it, mm-hmm. and they're and they're beasts. Like they play ball, but they're the same sex. You put women on a football field with men. It's not so much I'm worried, or people should be worried about the women getting hurt. It's the guys getting hurt. How? Because there is no guy in his right mind that is going to hit a woman on the football field. Full strength. Full strength like he would another man. And anybody knows that if you play the game of football, if you don't go 100%, you have more of a risk of injury for yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Absolutely. You had, like, if you're going for a tackle and you you back up and Mm -hmm. you don't go, you're going to hurt yourself. You have to follow through. There's no guy. That's going to do that. That's why, like, I think that they're – because believe it or not, there's a gentleman in just about everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think every referee in the NFL should be a woman, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It would move the game a lot faster because the guys aren't going to argue with the women like they do the men. Oh, that makes sense, too. <laughs> You're making sense. So I'll give you both sides of it for people mm-hmm. that are just hearing what they want. Okay. But I would forfeit it, too, and I would take any penalty. I would not risk injuring my male players on my team – because of whatever it is that these people are trying to accomplish. I saw the girls playing in some some videos. I didn't know this many girls played on high school football teams. They look good. Yeah, I mean, most of the time they're kickers. I was just about to say that. They just had like some, like in a D2 school or some smaller school, a girl got on the field like the last minute and was on the defensive line, and there was a big story how she put pressure on the court. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's like a very rare case. <laughs> most of the time they're kickers. You know, and kickers are fine because they're, for the most part, protected. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, to play, like, at a skilled position or definitely a defensive position, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not going to happen. Anyway. All right. Extreme living color. Yes. Hard rock. Mm-hmm. Coming to town. This is a hot ticket. Uh, this is a great show. The game is called Order Up. I need some players, uh, two to be exact. We'll play a piece of audio within that audio, three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I'll give you the category, you with the help of the lovely, vivacious Nikki D. Have to order them up oldest to newest, but it all starts with you participating first. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up. First come, first serve, and order up here in a minute. Hey. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play Order Up. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There is Nelson. Tickets for Extreme. With Living Color at the Hard Rock Casino, Thicker Than Blood Tour, February 25th of next year, courtesy of Live Nation. Joe in Auburn, that is the prize. Is that good for you? That sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. That's a great ticket, dude. That's uh, two amazing bands. And here's our no, friend. Is uh, Vernon still around? What's that? Is Vernon Reed still around? Uh, yeah. I think it's uh, for Living Color. I think it's the 
What do you mean, still around like dead or not dead? Is that what you're asking? No, still playing with the band. So oh, I'm pretty Sorry. sure. I'm pretty sure he is. I know uh, what Corey Glover, Vernon Reed. Corey, yeah. yeah, I interviewed yep. Corey not that long ago, actually. So I think it's yeah. I think it's the whole setup ready to. I don't know if they still wear their Very body. Cool, glo- I don't think they wear their body glove stuff anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> big guy in a little suit. Right. Uh, and here's your competition, our buddy Apple Jeff in Yuba City. How are you, Apple Jeff? Doing well, thank you. No, oh, we got a little thing for you now. Let me hear that again. Look at that. You call in Apple Jeff and you get a little That's how yeah. that's that's how much you mean to us. We we pulled a little drop for you, all right? All right. I love y'all. All right. Well, we love you too, sir. All right. So here's the deal. The game is called Order Up. Uh we're going to play you a piece of audio. Within that audio, three pieces of audio. They are labeled A, B, and C. I will tell you the category, you with the help from Nikki D. Have to order them up oldest to newest. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets the steal. Does everyone understand? Yes, I yep. do. All right, Joe, you're going to be first. Let me put my letters here, which I forget every week. All right, here we go. The category, Nikki, are you ready? I'm ready. TV shows. Okay. All right, you got this. Joe and Nikki, here we go. TV shows. First one for order up A1. Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how can I? Be? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the bad. See? No one told you that was gonna be this way. What three amazing. Theme songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Joe and Nikki, order them up. Okay, so we Joe. We got Wonder Years. A was Wonder, Wonder Years. years. Right. right. That was A. We have B. We have Facts of Life. Facts of Life was B, yes. And C. And then the last one's going to be Friends, right? C was Friends. Absolutely. Now, my question is Did Wonder Years or Facts of Life come first? I'm going to go. Oh, gee, that's a tough one. I'm going to lean towards BAC. B-A-C, so Facts of Life first, B, then Wonder Years, A, Friends, the earliest, C, B-A-C, which we're going to go with. B-A-C, locking that in, Joe. Yes, please. That's correct. Come on, Joe, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Joe knows how to play. He knocked he that does. out of the park. Yeah. Okay, All right, Apple Jeff, here we go. Your category, movies. All right, Apple Jeff. Get out of my Listen sheet, up. cheater. All right, I'm movies. Cheating. I'm just looking at you. Here we go, B-1. <laughs> Now we're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? Is your daddy a fireman? He's probably big. Is he a wrestler? Is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. no, no. In death, a member of Project Mayhem has a name. His name is Robert Paulson. 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 Come on, guys. His please. name Stop it. is Robert Paulson. See. Look at him. He's heading for that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range. That's no moon. It's a space station. Oh, God, chills. Mm-hmm. Nelson, you gave me chills. Mm. All right, Apple Jeff, Nikki, order him up. <clears throat> uh, Apple Jeff, did you hear those clearly? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking... Let's start with A. Let's start with A. What do you? What did you have for A? I have Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
He's in. It's that's that cop movie he was in. I can't think of what it's uh, called though. With the little uh, kids. Either the kindergarten cop. Oh, that's it. Kindergarten cop. Okay, <laughs> boom. That was a kindergarten boom. cop. And then B. Do you know a movie with a guy named Robert Pouncing in it? <laughs> No, because that's that, all they said. You over can't and even over get the over. name right when the name was said eight times like in the club. All they said in the club. You said you don't know B. <clears throat> yeah, Robert I don't either. No. All right, and then C. I thought it was Godzilla because I heard the little thing at the beginning, but then they said something about space. Was there a Godzilla in space? That one sounded to me to be uh, Close Encounters of. The third kind. Oh, Close Encounters. Was Godzilla in it? You sure okay. it wasn't that one space movie? Close Encounters. Dumbass. All right. All right. So since we're not really sure about who Robert is, let's do. Need an answer. Godzilla's face, Close Encounter. That's probably the oldest. So let's do C, A, B. Let's do Cat. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let's do that. That's why I hate this game. C A B. Locking that in. E. Yeah, considering you said you that's why you hate this game, I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we might as well. That's correct. Woo! Yeah. Let's go, Dale. You both you both are embarrassing. <clears throat> the oldest was C Star Wars nineteen seventy seven. Star Wars? Why'd you put Godzilla in there? A, it's a TIE Fighter. It's a TIE Fighter. It was it was Obi-Wan Kenobi telling him that's the Death Star. It's like one of the most iconic scenes in the whole nine set of movies. Either way, we got it. All right, relax. <laughs> a, Kindergarten Cop, 1990, and B, Fight Club, mm-hmm. 1999. Fight Club? Who's seen that? Everybody. Oh, my God, Nobody. every man alive. Oh, I love Fight Club. I can't believe that right. I didn't get that off the bat. All right, Apple Jeff, good start. Here we go. Joe... Tied up. You get the next one. Wedding songs. I can't believe they didn't get it. I know. I know. Well, I know. well now's your time to shine, Joe. Okay. Here we go. All right. Stop the bickering. I only got so much time here. Wedding songs. C1. Hey. Do you hear me? I'm talking to you. Across the water. Across the deep blue ocean. Under the open sky. Oh, my. Hey. Great too. All right, order them up, you two. Go ahead, wedding songs. All right, uh, uh, Nikki. I don't. I don't know the first one, Nikki. Me either. Um, I I wrote down Deep Blue because that's what the song sounded like it was about. I don't know who sings it. Yep. Um, B was now I forgot. Oh, dun, I don't know dun, 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 You know this much. That's from the eighties. Well, that's from the eighties. Okay, boom. You know yep. this much is true. And then C is the Keep song getting better. I think that's kind of new, though. I think that's a newer song. So I'm, I would I'm say on, I'm stuck on A and C. I'm stuck on A and C. I mean, I know the song. I know C. I don't know who sing it or nothing. All right. Um. So I think B might be the oldest. I'm so in love with you. You said it was from the '80s. Um. I want to go B, and this is a guess between A and C. I'm going to go B. C A. C A. Yeah. B C A. B C A. 
All right. BCA, you locking that in? Yep. Yes, please. That's right. Let's go. Jesus. Oh. I don't know they you heard it that long ago. It's pronounced Spendo, right? Spendo, but I've always Spendo Ballet. Spendo yeah, Spendo Ballet, Ballet True, uh, from band True, 84, as heard in The Wedding Singer. Amazed from Lone Star 99, that was C. Like everyone's wedding song from 99 to like 2005. And A was Lucky from Jason Mraz, 2008. Right. Unlucky song to have as a wedding song, that was my wedding song. Oh, Apple Jeff, because of time, you got to get this or you lose. So here we go. Quickly, right. celebrity celebrity deaths is the category. D1. movie I did. I played a paraplegic and, and I went to a rehab center and I worked with the people there so I could simulate being a paraplegic. And every day I'd get in my car and drive away and go, thank God that's not me. See? Hey! Thanks, Helen. Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. Uh, Alright, order them up. Please. Uh, okay, let's see. First one was Prince. The hey, last was one Prince. was Prince Farley. Oh, the last one was Chris Farley. Okay, so A was Prince, then B was Christopher Reeves. Haha, we just talked about okay. that. And then you said Please. C was so, who? Uh, C was Chris Farley. Oh, Chris Farley. Is he a from Saturday Night Live and Tommy Boy and all that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. All right. Said that. All right. The so, guy. did Chris did Chris die before Christopher Reeves? Did Farley die before Reeves or after Reeves? After. All right, so then we're going to say B. Ugh. It, it goes Farley. Uh, C-B-A. What is it? C-B-A. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, C, okay, let's see. Uh, C, that would be Christopher Reeves. B was Chris Farley. A no. was Prince. No, 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 All right, need an answer, but your, your letters are all over the place. Sorry. I, I think you should stick with CBA. Okay. Okay. CBA, you locking that in? Yeah, sir. That's correct. <laughs> you screwed it up and still got it right. But you did get all the names right. Chris Farley died in 97. Christopher Reeves with an S04. And then Prince in 16. We're tied up, Nelson. Yeah. Oh, Relax, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thanks for keeping... Unfortunately. Okay, last one here. Uh, this is for Joe. You get this right, you win. If not, Apple Jeff automatically wins. The category is cartoons. Ooh, up my alley. Cartoons. Here we go. E1. And now, the nations of the world, brought to you by Yakko Warner. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too. B. And now, Crane, for your viewing pleasure, you shall witness the final agonizing moments of the turtle's demise. C. The you know Nelson put this together. He gave you three non-cartoons. What are you talking about? I mean, give me a themed cartoons. Yeah. All right. So, what do you got? Oldest to newest. This is for all the marbles. All right. All right. Oh, oh, sorry. A. This is for Joe. This is for Joe. Yep. I'm I'm here. I'm 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 thinking Teenage Mutant 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Fairly B. odd parents to see. A, I'm not B sure. Was, a was an older cartoon. So if we're doing chronological, right, Pat? Yeah, we're doing chronological. Oldest to newest. So let's go. Uh, Did a, you? Hey, hold on for a second. Did you say Pat? Like Pat Martin? No, I'm so sorry. That's that's okay. I just want to let you know we retired on Friday and we miss Pat. But Nikki (laughs) is not Pat. Even though sometimes she dresses like a man and we call her Pat. Yeah, no, it's Pat. All right, so I think Ninja Turtles is the oldest. B, and then I think A might be next because it sounded kind of old. And then the Fairly Odd Parents is the newest. So I would say B A C Joe. A lot of people know. I like. I like that. I'm um, uh, ABC. All right. Okay. So going you're going ABC. Nikki's saying BAC. What are you locking in? I'm going to lock in ABC. ABC for the win. If not, Apple Jeff and his one leg gets the tickets. ABC? Yes. That's incorrect. Oh! What it was is the right answer? BAC. BAC. Teenage Mutant Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 87. And uh, Fairly Odd Parents came in. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just having a conversation back and forth. Jeff. Right, I gotta, yes, Jeff, sir. you win. Just hang on. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Right, whatever. And the Fairly Odd Parents. Horrible. Oh, my God. These were legendary cartoons. Joe, I'm, I'm sorry about that, brother. I really am. But try back tomorrow. We'll have some more tickets, okay? Copy that, you guys. Thank you very much. It was fun. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Somebody on the text machine backed me up. I mean, I know they're cartoons, but they're not real cartoons. Tom and Jerry, they're, you know, I mean. If you would have played the Animaniacs theme song, I could have got that. Give me some real cartoons. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to softball them to you. I said I left the name of one of the Animaniacs in there. Yakko, Wacko, names. and Dot? Right, nobody know knows name. an Animaniac. I don't, I don't know, know their name. Knows oh, my God. There are people just crashing on the five right now because no, they know. No, no. Read the room. Know your audience. Nobody knows Animaniacs. The, the old boy <laughs> knew right. Fairly Odd Parents. All right, producer. Shh. I got to wrap this up. All right, uh. There's a palm reader, right? Palm reading. Mm-hmm. You know that? You've ever done that? I have once. Does, does it come true? No. Okay. Well, that's my question. Has anybody had their palm read to come true? Because this story I'm about to tell you, <laughs> I don't know if it came true because of the universe or it came true because you have a devilish palm reader. Ooh. Right? Which right. would be absolutely brilliant because after the fact, when I tell you this story, you're going to go... That is the smartest thing ever to do if you're telling somebody about their future. <laughs> 916-909-0985. Give some here. Hang on. Have you ever gone to a palm reader? They read your palms or one of those tarot card readers and flip over the cards and it actually come true? No. If I were no. To, yeah, if I were to answer my own question, I'd say no. Hmm. Never once. But when you go to the tarot card readers, it's usually, you know, you flip it over and it's something cool where, and generic, you're going to win something, you're a good person. You know, no tarot card reader ever flips over the card and says Money's you're coming to you. Says you're an a hole or you're a horrible person. You know that you got to change your ways. That just never happens. Well, this story of this woman, uh, Fernanda Silva Valez de Cruz Pinto, twenty seven. She was walking through the city in Brazil, <clears throat> which this city is a mecca for fortune tellers. So the mother of one reportedly stopped by an elderly woman who asked to read her palm. So Pinto said, sure. And this palm reader had told the woman that she only had a few days left to live. Something that you don't want to hear. No. Right. But I'm sure she probably, like most of us, would not take that too seriously. Mm -hmm. So the palm reader then gave Pinto a piece of chocolate as a parting gift. 
because that's, of course, what you do after you tell someone that they're about to die. You give them chocolate. Makes the world a better place. Uh, it was packaged. Never occurred that there was any danger. And she was hungry, the cousin said afterwards when she talked to her sister, or mm-hmm. her, her cousin, I guess. Uh, but no one eats chocolate because they're hungry. You eat chocolate because it's chocolate. No, no. If you need something to munch on, you, you're running between uh, <clears throat> meals or something, you throw it in there to help you out. There's a meal replacement? Something like that. It's like you don't sit, like Thanksgiving, you sit down because you're hungry. Yeah. Right. You get home from work today. You know, you sit down at the table. You're hungry. Mm, I think she's saying that's why she ate the chocolate from a stranger. Starving. Need some chocolate from the soothsayer. So hours after eating this, this woman started to feel seriously ill. And she had all these different uh, symptoms like vomiting, dizziness, blurry vision, so on and so forth. And uh, she had pre-existing conditions, gastritis and an ulcer. Which I'm sure is very similar, if not the same, as acid reflux, which those of us that suffer from acid reflux are not supposed to eat chocolate. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah, bad for you. Not good. Anyway, uh, she felt so ill, she decided to go to the hospital where she died the next day. Oh, my God. Exactly. Passed away. So, just to back up, woman walking in this city in Brazil, Mecca for fortune tellers, the palm reader told her that she only had a few days left to live. She gives her chocolate, and she dies. So, the palm reader good, or did the palm reader kill her? The palm reader definitely killed her. <laughs> it was a case of murder. What? How? Like, this would be a great ID channel story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's a case of murder. I say it's a case of magic. Case of magic? Magic mm-hmm. murder? It wasn't until two months later that her cause of death was confirmed. Toxology reports and conducted on biosamples from the autopsy revealed that the deceased body had harbored high concentrations of the pesticides sulfiotep and terbifos. So the chocolate had poison in it. Mm -hmm. And that is why I was not able to eat from people when I was younger. People will kill you. What, did you ever get sick or somebody give you something you got sick from? My grandmother was killed by eating someone's food. She was poisoned. She was poisoned. Yep. And you you think it's murder, right? Or did you? It's murder. I mean, it wasn't. No one was convicted, though. No, nobody was convicted, but they just know that the lady poisoned her. You know, that's a really good business plan. I mean, not kill somebody, but if you're a. You know, one of those palm readers or crystal ball teller types of individuals that make a living off of this. Do, you know, give them something, have them experience something not knowing that whatever you tell them is going to be true. Like what? Giving them poisonous candy? No, well, make them sick. Yeah, like, you know, (laughs) you will fall violently ill within the next two weeks. Yep. You know, and put like a laxative in their water before they leave or something mm-hmm. like that you know got them good or maybe your kid's a hacker you know you will lose a lot of money unknowingly in the next couple of weeks oh that's gen- but that's the way genius. that they get them anyways is they just tell them a bunch of generic stuff and people fall for it this is not generic no maybe, that isn't maybe that's the red flag if you i mean look th- i don't know if you listening know anybody like this but i've known a few people in my life that live and die on the sword of soothsayers. Mm-hmm. They will too. spend every extra cent that they have <laughs> going to a palm reader <clears throat> or a tarot card reader. My cousin does that. She's a, a reader. She reads or goes to. She reads. She reads. Yeah, so I'm, people pay her. Yeah, there, and she probably has regulars. Yeah, she does. That's what I'm saying is mm-hmm. there are people that go. That's how to, she lives. Like, like me going to the gym. Yep. These people go to these people because they live and die off what they say. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. I, I don't believe in the tarot card and all that stuff. Now, I have been prophesied to by prophets, or, which are people that I believe, and things that they've told me have happened, yes. Oh, but so not you, violent. Things. Your people are real and these people are fake? Yeah. And I'm sorry, I missed that. Why? 
because it depends on the source that you pull from, and I don't have enough time to go into the depths of it all. Oh, we're but, dropping you know everything. What I'm saying? No, no, we're not. Gonna next drop hour and a half. Tell Billy Gunn no. <laughs> Music Sorry, gone. Billy. Commercials no. done. I want to hear this. No, I just profits are different than tarot card readers. So the things that have been told to me, um, I've seen the evidence of. Because they say they're getting it from God. Right. Right. So did Dave Koresh. I don't well, know what he did. Well, he. he I, I just told you. Yeah. He was a prophet. He said he was a prophet. Some he people thought said, he was. A lot of people say there are a lot of false prophets that tell you that in the Bible. You just have to know the difference, and I do. And you do? Yes. Wow, you're an anomaly. No, I'm not. Well, this you... poor woman in Brazil, wish she had a friend like you, Nikki. Yeah, well, if she did, this probably wouldn't have happened to her for sure. You would have been like, don't eat that chocolate, bitch. Don't eat it. Don't go to tarot card readers. <laughs> don't listen to what they have to say to you. It's not good stuff. But go to your friend. Mm-hmm. See, a prophet does not charge people. They're not sitting around taking lines. They're not doing readings. It's just they have one message. They give you the message. They go about their lives. That is not true. It's in their name. Prophet. They profit off of you. No, they don't. Mm. No, they don't. That's their That's their gimmick. They, if a prophet ever charges you, they're not a prophet. They might not charge you monetary, but they're charging you something. Church charges you. Church does not charge you. You give tithes. Oh, they, they don't charge you. <laughs> the church has found a way to guilt you and come up with a new word in order for you to pay. Because when that gold dish gets in front of you and you don't put your money into it, <laughs> every single damn person around you judges you in the house where you should not be judged. They don't even pass that around anymore, see? You can just do everything online now. That's right. The preacher goes and shows you a QR code. And exactly. Has, and everybody puts <laughs> so their phone up. So you can give if you want, and if you don't want to, you don't have to. The, the cross behind them is one big QR code. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the congregation puts up their phone and scans it. Oh and if you're not putting up your phone, then you're a you're you're a bad person, no. and they don't want you back. <laughs> I know how it works. I've been there. All right. Uh, headlines. Round number three. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why the sky was lit up by fire and what lie McDonald's has told us again. Oh no! Yes. Not lies. They obviously are not talking to Nikki D's prophets. <laughs> Because their prophets don't lie. They don't. Nah, 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 nah. Sounds like a song. <laughs> My prophets don't lie. Nah, 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 nah. All right, get your third round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Headlines. All right, third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. A fireball looked like the end of the world. H5. All right, we want to show you some video that had a number of you calling into our newsroom tonight wondering what in the world. Well, wow. check out this fireball in the sky. Mm. There was a horrible fireball that went up because of a lightning strike, and it hit this oil tank in Oxford. And this took place over in the U.K. But if you watch all the videos that they were posting last night online, it literally looked like the world was coming to an end. And the first thing I thought is, what would you do if you looked out and the sky was completely looked like fires raining down? Are you running? Are you going inside of your house? Like, what are you going to do? Go to my phone. To see if you're going to get an EAS alert? Yeah, just see, like, what's up? But remember when that those fires just took place in Hawaii, they didn't even get alerts. Like, nobody said anything to you. That's very, very true. Um, it, I don't know if you'll believe me if I tell you this. What are you going to say? So there was, there was this, like, I think a trend on TikTok or something or the last couple of weeks where it was like, Men twice a week think about the Roman Empire. Yeah, did you see that? Uh huh. Well, of course, Nelson saw it. Uh, well, it was a thing. It, it like, like it, it was like, really big. It was like it was a big thing, and and we missed it, but whatever. It was a thing. So what you're talking about, 
I think about probably three, four, maybe more times a week. Of what you're going to do in the event of a natural disaster? Well, at the end of the world. Like, okay. I, it's so weird and twisted. But if I'm, like, especially if I'm driving mm-hmm. and I look around and I just see something out of sorts, even if it's a odd flock of birds, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That are, you know, it's just like, oh, that's weird. Look at all those birds. Oh, that's one of the signs. It is. You know what I mean? So I, I ask myself that question often, and I come up with different answers every Man. time. So now the, the, she's posing the question to you. It's a fireball. A giant fireball is about to rain down on you. What are you doing? Okay, so honestly, I mean, I'll give you a goofy answer, but my honest answer, the, the, the probably the thing that I would do is most of the time I'm with my wife, so at least I have one part of my family. Mm-hmm. I always think of where my daughter is and how close I, how fast I can get to her. Mm-hmm. Because if that's it, I want us all to be together. And right. I definitely want to be with her so she's not scared. Right. I know that's like not fun for morning radio, but that's <laughs> real. Yeah, but, th- but that's that's always been my answer is like if I see, let's just say the bird thing, right? Mm-hmm. I see the bird. I think of this. It's coming. Then my next thing I immediately think of is where's my daughter at? Is she in school or is she at home? Right. And how fast can I get to that place? And then you're going to go from there. And then I'll go from there. That makes sense. That's a solid plan. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, that question of, you know, guys thinking about the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. I would also say that if you were to spin off that trend that was taking place is any Gen Xer, how many times a week do you relive that moment in Red Dawn, the original, when Patrick Swayze gets all the boys in the truck and they head to the mountains? Mm-hmm. If you see the invasion of the United States, where do you go? Right. That's always the Where question. do you bug out to? You Gen Xers love Red Dawn. <laughs> you guys movie. just love Red I've not met a Gen X male that doesn't think about Forget the Roman Empire. It's exactly that. It's Red Dawn. It is. It's Red Dawn, blue <laughs> truck. Make sure you have the revolver in the glove compartment. <laughs> and then where do you stop to get supplies? And then where do you go to to get figure to figure things out? The Ruskies yep. are coming. Right. Exactly. Well, the Cubans came too, commercial jetliners. Fair. It can happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. It looks like we can't believe anybody's farewell tours. H6. Dolls is bringing back its Papa McRib sandwich, and it may be for the last time. That's what they told us in 2005, 2006, and they did it again to us last year. And, of course, the McRib is coming back. Now, McDonald's tried to deny it when this leaked the other day, and now they've come out and said, well, when we said it was a farewell tour the last time, we just meant it wasn't going to come back to all locations. Yeah, their marketing director is the former tour manager for KISS. Right? (laughs) (laughs) They just keep lying and lying and lying. So next month, the McRib, it's going to be back at a McDonald's near you. Just like it will be next year and the year after that. But you make it sound like it was, I thought it was like this, oh my God, man, McDonald's is going to hate us. It's a lot she found some dirt on me. That's a good lie. The McRib is, yeah. you know, it's delicious and kind of like the Shamrock Shake. You always kind of, and I don't even eat a lot of McDonald's, if any, but I, I would down a McRib without any onions But on see, it. I never eat the McRib except when they say they're not going to sell it anymore. And then I go to McDonald's and get one. That's, I don't even really like McRibs. Well, you just proved the point of right. what they're doing. So obviously it works. <laughs> so now I'm mad. I'm not going back and get another one. Yes, you will. Yes, no, you I'm will. Not. Yes, she will. No, because now I know they keep pulling the wool over my eyes. I'm not doing it. If this guy takes you and you know you got to pay for him, you're not going to watch him eat a McRib. <laughs> I've never had a McRib. Ever? Wow. Never. Wow. Nor a Big Mac. Really? I've never had either one of those. They're both very Is there delicious. a reason? I just wasn't like, if I was going to eat at McDonald's, I was going to eat a, a chicken salad. nuggets. Yeah, it's a dieting. Chicken it's nuggets. salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the Arch Deluxe. <laughs>
How dare you ask him to eat that kind of stuff? You know he's a, yeah. he eats clean. Yeah. I didn't even hear you say that at first. <laughs> Remember those shaker salads they had? <laughs> those were gross. It came in like they a were me- so convenient. It came though. in like a medium drink yeah. cup. Yeah, it was it was a Sunday cup. Yeah, that was, that's right. Yeah, with the with the, <laughs> the, the beveled sides. Yes. Nelson orders off the McHelp me menu, <laughs> <laughs> which they barely have. Off the off the McNicky menu. Uh, there, you know what? You can actually when I was like when I was doing my summer shreds with HGG, mm-hmm. and I was you know. Eating 800 calories a day. There was some times where I had to cruise through a McDonald's or something. You can actually eat healthy. You just have to just order just the chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Like throw no, the bun away. And no bread, no nut. No mayo. Just say no mayo. I just literally need the chicken breast, and they'll do it for you. Uh, my buddy Billy Gunn. If you're a wrestling fan, he's OG, right? The Smoking Guns, the Generation X, all that good stuff in the WWE Hall of Fame. But he is with AEW now. AEW being stocked in. Tomorrow, and he is part of the Trios Championship for AEW, which is pretty cool. I got questions about that, being a wrestling fan myself. Uh, So we'll talk to Billy here and give you more details on the show uh, tomorrow night in Stockton here when we get back. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate your time. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, and there's Nelson. And tomorrow night in Stockton, or I... Still on East Coast time. Tomorrow late afternoon, <laughs> excuse me, uh, at 4.30 p, you know, uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, will be at the Stockton Arena. And one of the fine performers that will be there is a good buddy of mine. We go back uh, to the day-day, and he is part of the AEW World Trios Championship. Who knew that one Billy Gunn would be a trios champion in 2023? <laughs> Right, Billy? How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. Long time no talk to. Yeah. (laughs) Turn on my TV and I see see you and the kids on TV wrestling around. I'm like, damn, time has passed by, huh? Yeah, it has. And and I get to see that every day. Yeah, we're coming to town. We're coming to Stockton. It's going to be a lot of fun. As you said, I am part of the trio's champion, and who would have thought that? Not me, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) But, um, yeah, you know what it is? I'm just having a lot of fun right now, and for some reason this fell into my lap because I started doing some stuff with the kids, and then, of course, you know you know how kids are. Nope. They like to go their own way and don't think that they need their fathers anymore. Right. So, mm-hmm. that's, that's, <laughs> so that is what they're doing. So was that, the like, the whole thing for you to join AEW? I mean, because you could have, you know, just chilled, sat out, done whatever, but – you know, because like what Colton's thirty some years old, and Austin's you know almost thirty, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I remember you know coming over to your house and like working out in the gym or something, <laughs> and they were they were little kids, and then I turn on TV and you know Colton and Austin are almost as well not as nearly as jacked as you are, but they're jacked kids. So I'm like y'all remember he's a baby. Like what the hell? Where'd time go? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, when I first got hired with um, AEW when they first started, because I've been with them since they first started, it was just, you know, Tony had asked me when he hired me, hey, I want to use you as a producer, coach, and maybe every once in a while wrestle. And I went, yeah, that's fine. And then that happened, and then my kids, you know, I had that deal with my kids. If they graduated college, they could do this if they wanted to, but not until they did that, and they both did it. So now I had to come through on my promise. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But – um. Yeah, and then they 
came and joined our company and then they wanted me to do some stuff with them. I started doing some stuff with them and the acclaim and then they went their way and I went with the acclaim and now the acclaim and myself are just on fire. And I don't know how that happened, but it just did. So now I'm stuck. Are are you having wrestling all the time? Are you having just as much fun with uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens is like you did back in the DX days? Because when I see you guys on TV, it just it doesn't look like you're part of a, a wrestling program. It looks like like back in the day you're just goofing around and having fun. Yeah, and that's and that is my biggest thing is they are so much fun to work. Max and Anthony are so much fun to work with, and we have fun together. You know, nobody's trying to. I don't try to pull a power struggle because I've been doing this for thirty something years. It's all a it's all a joint effort on everything we do, and and it it is, and I think it shows, and I think that's why the people are so on board with what we're doing is because it is so much fun. It's 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 different. You know, you get a little bit of wrestling, but you get a little fun and scissoring, and you know, it's it's it just it just got so hot that I just don't know how that happened. But it it is a lot of fun, and that's where I am in my career. If I'm not having fun, then I have to I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old for that. <laughs> well, you know, one 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 of the things I think the fans like, I know I like from day one with AEW, is you know the breaking of the fourth wall, so to speak. You know, wrestling has always been so tight to the vest and and even though the fans know they don't want to let them know that they know kind of thing and AEW's yeah. kind of done that with a lot of different I think MJF does a really good job of that with his promos uh with breaking the fourth wall so you did that like I guess as a again as a fan probably DX was the first of my knowledge outside of the NWO with WCW to break that fourth wall and just continuing that because that's what the fans like they know it already right Yes. And, and that's, that's the truth. It's not, you know, we're not trying to, you know, fool anybody or make anybody, you know, feel silly or anything. It's just, it's just about, you just can't have everybody wrestling all the time. And yeah, you're right. I think DX was one of the first ones to kind of just go out on the rails and just, and, and that's why they got so, that's why we got so popular then. And I think that's why we're so popular now is we mix all kinds of stuff together. Like when you, they just, and I think the people know when they see us, it's interaction time to the hilt. And now they get to kind of, instead of just sit there and watch, now they get to get involved and now they get to have fun and they just get, that's, and that's all it is. It's yeah. It's just this. I'm, I, and I am having just as much fun as I did with those guys back then. The uh, owner uh, for those that aren't familiar with all elite wrestling or just not a wrestling fan in general, but the owner of all elite wrestling, AEW, this gentleman by the name of Tony Khan, and uh, obviously very wealthy family, but he's a huge wrestling fan, which helps out with yeah. the product that we see on television. And, yeah. you know, I look at the the AEW World Trios Championship, in which, again, like you're a part of, and I did that come about because, like, back, what was it, the 80s? Was it Dusty, Magnum TA, and, like, Nikita Koloff? I remember they had, like, a six-man tag or six-man championship or something like that back in the old NWO days, right? Or yeah, NWA I, yeah, I think it's just yeah, but way back in the day, and I think that was kind of lost. And I think Tony's a good about bringing back, I guess you could say nostalgic stuff because there's always been a world title and a tag title, and then we get, we have so many things that we can do, and he's he's willing to do all kinds of stuff. So I think uh, we had a lot of factions or a lot of you know 
trios people anyway. So I think it was just a natural thing because, you know, the Bucks and Kenny and then us and, you know, me and the Acclaim. And then now you have the Bullet Club and then you have Best Friends. So, I mean, it's just a, I think it was just a natural thing to have a championship. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, foreshadow in the near future? You know, I'm good friends with Bubba, Bubba Ray. And (laughs) now, now that Adam Copeland, formerly Edge, Oh, is with AEW yeah. and Christian is there. You have the Hardys there that Tony Khan, speaking of nostalgia, would relive a table ladders chairs match and bring in the Dudley boys. Oh gosh. Uh, well, first you'd have to, they'd all have to want to do that again. <laughs> Can your back take it? <laughs> so, so I think because of course, back then when it happened, we were all a lot younger and our bodies were, were a lot, were a lot we're a lot more put together. You know, I don't, I don't know. I would love to, actually, I'd love to see the Dudleys here. I think just, you know, I think they could help. I think they could do some stuff, whether they all want to get on that ladder train again. I don't know. <laughs> Cause that's, that's nowhere near what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe just na- re- rename it. Call it like the Canes wheelchairs and safety. Oh, oh, oh that's <laughs> called safety handle yeah. match. That's called. I love it. I love it because I, I would definitely do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, dude? You're an anomaly, Billy. Like, uh, there's no way somebody that's been doing it as long as you have. And look, I'm not getting any younger either. Looks like you. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys, Nikki and Nelson, have looked up what Billy Gunn looks mm-hmm. like in 2023. Uh-huh. You look it better in 2023 than you did in 1999. It's like you're in HD yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The cameras are a lot better. Um, and I'm very egotistical. Um, <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's just a, it's, it's a, it's a lifestyle for me. You know, it's, it's what I do. It's what I love to do. I take better care of myself now these days than I did back then in many different ways. Um, but it's, yeah. And, and I, and, and I work, I like to say that I work harder than everybody. And that's not a cliche, even though that other guy says that all the time. <laughs> um, but it's, but it, it is. It's just a lifestyle with me, and it's it's my hobby that's turned into a passion. I've done a couple bodybuilding shows that I knocked off my bucket list that I absolutely loved, um, and it's it's yeah, that's just who I am these days, and I love it, and my kids love it. So it's like it's all it's like a family thing now. <laughs> that that other guy you're talking about is the the Rock, of course. So that brings me yeah, to my okay. next question, Billy is. What is a bigger draw, The Rock or Taylor Swift? Oh gosh! Oh, Tell I'm going to have to. I I have to go with The Rock only because he's my friend. <laughs> 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 and, I, and, and, and I don't know Taylor Swift. Yeah. All I know is I saw her jumping up and down like a little kid in a football box. Right. Well, you know, yeah, I know you guys just got off your your big uh, pay per view with Wrestle Dream the, yeah. uh, the 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 yeah. other night, which was a huge success. Congratulations to AEW. Thank you. And yeah. part of your business, as you know more than anybody, is that when you bring in that celebrity, uh, that it can bring new eyes and ears to the product. So, with that being said, you might want to get into Tony Khan's ear, and for your next AEW big event. 
bring in a Travis Kelsey because where he goes, a Taylor Swift goes. Oh, right. You might want to challenge him, Billy. That's what you do. Yeah. Get on Twitter, challenge Travis Kelsey. Oh, my God. No, he's half my age. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just the publicity. I don't, I, don't, I don't really like to challenge people too much younger than me, although everybody that I wrestle is younger than me these days. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be that would be quite the sight, wouldn't it? Yeah. Me and Travis, and then she'd come along, and then we'd have all like a bazillion eyes on our company, right? Especially if you're having a uh, a show in Kansas City. Oh yeah, you know, there I mean, you go. And, and that's that... coming up as well. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh my god, it writes itself. You've got my phone number. Pass it on to Tony, would you? Pass it on. That's it. That's it. That's it. Jason, you're our new booker. <laughs> Imagine yeah. Taylor pulls out a chair. <laughs> yeah, and then Taylor hits you with the chair. Oh, my God. In yes. order for Travis to get the oh win. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, because then I'd have to hit her back. I can't leave her. <laughs> let, her let her have the last shot. Come on. Or better no, yet. I've been doing this too long. It's old school versus new school. You get Britney Spears <laughs> to hit Taylor with a chair. Oh, yes. <laughs> Billy, I got a question for you. I want to know. I know you're coming tomorrow. How can I get a pair of those cool scissor pants that you own? <laughs> kind of my thing now. <laughs> That's kind of your thing. Yeah. Um, I well, if I would have known earlier, I would have just brought some from home because <sighs> my wife is about to shoot me because I get a new pair every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm just like ever since back in the day, I've just I can't I can't just have like a couple pair. I have to have new colors all the time. I love those pink ones. See, that was that was a little ploy back in the day because every time you had a different color, they had to do a different thing and I got a different action figure every time. Oh, oh nice. yeah. That makes I sense. learned that little trick early on. That every <laughs> time you changed outfits, they would reshoot you and then new action figure. Yeah. Yes, and really. also probably <laughs> also a different character on the games yep. and all yep. that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, 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 there you go. You're a smart one, Billy Gunn. You are a it's smart one. It's all about the merch, baby. It's all about the merch. <laughs> That's right. All right, brother. Look, uh, I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much for coming on. It was good talking to you again. Give my best to the family, of course. And, uh, I will, of course. For everyone looking to go see uh, AEW uh, Dynamite Rampage, it's in Stockton, and that is tomorrow, 430. All right? You know, you guys don't have a problem with the time because you live here and you've lived here for a long time. Me, I'm still new to the West Coast, so when <laughs> things starting early is a little, little freaky to me still. All right, uh, Billy, have fun, man, and best of luck. Uh, really happy things are going well for you, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much. All, All right. right, you guys have a great day. All, All right. right. All right, brother. See, See ya. Bye. Billy Gunn, AEW, Stockton Arena, 430 tomorrow. Get your tickets. Stick a master. Or anywhere you... You know, I don't even say where to get tickets anymore. Everybody kind of knows. Yeah, right? everybody knows. There's like 20 different places to get tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's so cheesy. There's only one place to get these tickets. <laughs> oh my god! So la- last couple of weeks, we uh, here at 90 Rock held maybe the biggest promotion this radio station's ever seen, mm-hmm. and definitely for you listening, uh, an opportunity of a lifetime, and mm-hmm. that is to send you with three people. On an all-expense-paid trip, for the most part, to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. Right. A lot of people entered, but only one person can win. We do have some of the finalists. Right. And one of them in particular we're going to talk to Mm -hmm. because I've got questions for this individual 
Because we just can't give these tickets away. No. has to be to somebody that wants to go. Right. So we will talk to that person and see how they fare here in just a minute. Hang on. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. And there is Nelson. Last couple of weeks, we've been giving you numerous keywords throughout the day on 98 Rock uh, for this. I mean, I've been doing this job for almost 30 years, and I've done a ton of different promotions and giveaways and stuff. But I got to tell you, uh, what we have to give away because of the last couple of weeks is probably the best promotion I've ever seen. It's the best mm-hmm. one I've seen, hands down. Uh, I mean, a trip for four to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort. And if you've been following not only 98 Rock social media, uh, but the show's social media, listen to the BS, but Nikki D's social media, she actually got a chance to go out there. Yeah, so for me, it was even more of like the biggest thing I've been able to do in my career because I went to Hawaii, number one, then a Disney resort, number two, and it was amazing. They give you all the bells and whistles with this trip for sure. Yeah, it's, it's you know, radio station. You listen to it, you put up with it, and uh, you get to go to Hawaii uh, on the house. It's pretty cool. So for everybody that participated, we thank you, and eventually – here, we're going to find a winner uh, for the trip to Disney's Alani Resort, round-trip airfare thanks to Southwest. This is ground transportation included. Of course, you get a room mm-hmm. once you're sleeping outside. This is four nights at Disney's Alani Resort and a $200 resort credit. And, you know, we've been going back and forth with uh, a couple of the, I guess, finalists, finalists yeah. is what we've been told. And Danielle in Sacramento, good morning. You're one of them. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I mean, like, obviously, you participated in this promotion, the keyword. You heard us talk about it time and time again. I mean, you're probably agreeing with everything I'm saying. This is like a chance of a lifetime to do this, right? Winning it from a radio station, a local. I mean, local listeners got to win from their local radio station. You just can't beat that, can you? It's awesome. I mean, I'm super excited. I've never been a finalist or won anything, so I'm pretty excited. So here's the deal, Danielle. And you sound like a very, very sweet person. Um, I, I want to play you some audio of some of the other finalists when I told them. I said, look, you know, this is this is the trip. This is where you're at. I just want to be honest with you. But I got to know, if you do win, how are you going to react? How are you going to sound? And so, we, um, well, hold on. Not you, Danielle. Let me tell you. Let me, let me just, I, I kind of want to set the bar here so you know what you're dealing with. So this was one of the individuals. Give me S1. Yeah, they even had music under it. And then here is another one, S <laughs> S2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. I mean, Danielle, that's exciting. Now we got one last one here, S3. Oh, my <laughs> So you can understand, Danielle, how excited <laughs> these other three finalists said they were going to be if they won, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'm right there with them. I don't know about the screaming. I'm not much of a screamer. (laughs) So, so let me, let's just give it a try. If you did win after hearing those three pieces of, of audio, how would you sound if you're stepping outside your comfort zone and your life just changed biggest thing I'm assuming you've ever won in your entire life of America. How would you sound? That's that, not bad. That, that's that's pretty good. That's not bad. I don't know. Let me hear two again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
I think you're on par with two. Give me a little bit more. Let's beat out two at least. Let me hear that again, Daniel. I won. I can't believe it. That's pretty that good. That was good. Are you, are you at home right now? I am. I'm in my garage hoping I don't wake up my dog. Oh, okay, so you're by yourself at your house. We don't want to. We don't want to hurt anybody's, you know, ears right now. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do this in real time, Danielle. All right, one last time. I want to tell you this. On behalf, okay, we're just this is this is how the setup would be. On behalf of ninety eight Rock and the BS, Danielle in Sacramento, I'd like to say congratulations. You're the winner of the trip to Hawaii to stay at Disney's Alani Resort, Danielle. Okay, now, okay, that's good. Now, can you imagine if somebody calls you back and actually says that you win? That's going to be great. Right? That would be absolutely amazing. I guess I had to hear the word. Okay, hold on for a second, Danielle, okay? Hey, Danielle? Yes. I'm calling you back. You won. (laughs) What? (laughs) You actually are the winner. I'm just. Are you serious? I am yeah. dead serious. I'm just. I'm just having some fun with you. You are the winner, Danielle. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. Well, she's now crying. I'm gonna cry. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I've never won anything in my life. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> do you know who you're really? gonna? Yeah. Do you know who you're gonna take? Well, I'm definitely taking my boyfriend, who's listening right now. It's our 10 year anniversary in January. Okay. So, I mean, it would be great to go somewhere awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you make me cry. You, 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 Sorry. Yeah. Just, you, this you, is just awesome. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. We we cannot thank you enough for listening to 98 Rock. Thank you so much for participating and doing what we asked you to do. And once again, let's just tell you what you got. It is going to be you and three people of your choice will be traveling to Hawaii to stay at the unbelievable Absolutely magnificent, beautiful, beautiful Disney's Alani Resort. You get round-trip airfare, thanks to Southwest. You get a voucher for four, round-trip ground transportation, of course, room accommodations, four nights there at Disney's Alani Resort, and a $200 resort credit for you and just you, Danielle. Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you so much. You're, oh my God! You're welcome. You got an agent. You want to thank God or anybody? You got, like you're winning an award. <laughs> All right, uh, Danielle, we've got to run. But again, we appreciate you listening. I was just having some fun with you. You were the winner all along, so uh, thanks for playing along. But uh, uh, I love that you're excited about this. So I'm going to put you on hold. Nikki D is going to talk to you, and we're going to work out all the details. And you better keep us posted and tag 98 Rock and the BS on all of your good times that you have when you go out there. Okay. Of course. Thank you so much. All right. Hang Thank on, you. Danielle. Look at that. That's what I want to hear. I know. That was so nice. Yeah, See, cr- crying is way better than the screaming. She made me cry. She I made me tear up. Love when women cry. <laughs> you have such weird fetishes. You just said you was better than a... Yeah. Like, you started it. And better yeah, than but this. I, it's not that I like that for women to cry. It's just emotional. It makes you feel the emotion of it. Well, I felt More it. than just screaming. Mm-hmm. I felt the emotion. And, yeah. I, and I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> 
I like it when women cry, he says. Yeah. He tries to justify it. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you the latest Swifty news, and I'm going to tell you where in Cali a man hit big. All right. Two big stories from today. Fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. NBC had something to say. H7. When Travis Kelsey does Taylor Swift wrong, this will be a next breakup song. So we've been talking about this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, back and forth for the past couple weeks now. And TMZ put out a story saying that the ratings had dipped a little bit for this game this past Sunday. Well, NBC came back and responded and said, whoa, 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 get the facts straight. There are several different factors in viewership and why the ratings were different um, because of what channels they were on and what times they were on. And so... Oh yeah! Oh, it's we do it all the time in this business. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not a day that we're not number one when we're in last. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, (laughs) I mean, it's it's the biggest lie with when your life is is the you know depending on ratings, right? You know, when they're great, they're great. When they're not, they're not. But they're never accurate. Mm -hmm. You know, but what NBC was trying to say was yes, they might have been down from what. Fox's broadcast was in mm-hmm. prime time. Well, I guess NBC's was prime. It was Sunday night prime time, not Monday night. But it was down from their broadcast, um, but up from what a normal broadcast would be on Sunday night. I think right. that's what they were trying to say. You know, Taylor Swift, you know, kind of America's sweetheart, right? And I didn't think about this, but I, I saw an article about how she got booed when she was at MetLife Stadium for the uh, for the Chiefs-Jets game uh, the other night. She's not used to getting booed. No, everybody loves Taylor. Right? I mean, she might get beat up on social media because everybody does from the haters and the trolls. And, you know, she talks about politics or something, somebody from a different point of view or whatnot. But as far as in person, you know, no one goes to – if you go to a Taylor Swift show just to boo, you've got way too much money to spend. Absolutely. Right? You've got excess money. Mm-hmm. So she's not used to, like, walking into a stadium – and having a football fan, which has no problem getting up in your grill <laughs> and screaming things and being disrespectful, she's going to have to get used to that. Or she's going to stop going to the game. Or she just goes to Arrowhead Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't. She doesn't travel with them. Right. You don't want to do that. Uh, anyway, all right. Next story. A local won one million dollars from a scratch off. H eight. Of those, one of them is from Stanislaus County. He won $2 million playing an instant prize crossword scratcher from a ticket he bought at a 7-Eleven. Stanislaus County apparently is a very good county in California to buy tickets in because the person in this uh, audio won $2 million. Our guy won a million dollars the other day on a scratch-off. Just stopped by. His wife wanted some tacos, so they stopped off at this convenience store who had the food truck outside. I've done the same exact thing since I have been there, and he won a million dollars. And he knew he won a million dollars before his food was done, and he stayed cool. I would have lost Wow. And that's, he had a story, right? Because there's probably more to that. Of his wife just wanting to stop and get the tacos? Yeah, and he was like, no, 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 let's just go. Let's go to Miel's or something right. like that. <laughs> yeah, but maybe her blood sugar was low. You know what I mean? And he had to get an emergency taco to save her life. Right. You know, my wife, I'll tell you, my wife will drag me from whatever I'm doing to go get tacos. That woman loves tacos more than she loves me. <laughs> and so, you know, that's, 
if if she were like, hey, let's let's go get tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Powerball or Scratcher, let's stop off. Right. Then, but she couldn't do it before we left. It would have to be in the moment to have the story. To have the story. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And no, and no one won a Powerball uh, drawing last night either. So it's now up to one point two billion. God, would I you, hadn't looked yet. Would you stop doing that? Well, I thought you guys may want to know. Yeah, tomorrow. My tickets are at the house. Why don't you check right away? What are you always waiting for? I forget to check. Yeah, because, well, my tickets are at the house. Well, a few people want a couple million, so maybe you were one of those people. Yeah, How about that? I won't tell you what state those That's what are Nelson's in. excuse was when he spoiled it the other day. Just wait next time. Until uh, when? When they have the drawing tomorrow? No, just yeah, give it a day. Give it two days. It's been a day. Because you got to think, if I had the tickets and the drawing was last night, today's Tuesday. I don't bring my tickets to work. I don't want to lose them. So I got to go home, and I won't check them till you know, like two, three o'clock this afternoon. So that's good. That's good stuff for your. Well, I want to give people who are listening time to know to run out and get more tickets. Nobody won. You could get one point two billion dollars. Look, you only hear me say this once. I have always loved my audience and gone over and beyond. But in this case, I don't care what they want. Oh, good. This one is about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, audience. Just yeah, trying to help I'm y'all not. Out. I'm just trying to help y'all out. I'm just trying to be real. Okay. Hundred. You can't keep it one hundred. I'm keeping it one hundred. Hmm. My house. Yeah, this my, your house. My house. You don't right. want to help your audience. All right. Uh, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Anything on the text machine? Feel free. Anyone not named Apple Jeff on the social media? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. All the same number. If you got something good, if not, roll some credits. Get out of here for a Tuesday. Hang on. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson about out the door for a Tuesday. I'm going to go pick my son up at the airport. Oh, yeah, has he touched down yet? Uh, he leaves LAX in three minutes. Hmm. So and he'll then, be here in like 25 minutes? I mean, what's that flight got to be? It's Pretty a 45-minute flight. Is it that long? It is. Yeah, he gets, to, uh, he gets here, I think, around 11. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he'll be here for the week. It's flying in just for Aftershock. He hasn't come in the last six months since hmm. we lived here, but Aftershock's here. He's here. Well, this was his opportunity, you know, to come out and visit you. Have you ever noticed that, like, people that even family members that that don't normally just visit just to visit unless there's another reason to visit on top of coming to see you to visit? Got to maximize. Well, sometimes that does occur, yes. Right. I mean, but I'm kind of guilty of that, too, so I don't want to be too judgy. Yeah, it's like, well, you know what? <laughs> Can't see. I just don't want to just see you. But the pumpkin festival's in town, <laughs> so let's do the pumpkin festival and meet up there, you know, versus just coming to hang out. Have you ever just gone to hang out with somebody? Oh, yes, all the time. Mm-hmm. I flew to what, Dallas to hang out with my friend, flew to Chicago to hang out with another friend, so I definitely do that. Uh, yeah, only our mutual friend. I think I've only done that with our mutual friend, Nate. I've not oh, done that for anyone else. Visited him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, because he lives in Mexico. No, but I never, no, fl- I, know, I don't mean that. I've uh, I when you guys were all living in Atlanta, I did once, and then when when you and Nate Bailey uh, still lived in Orlando, oh, I had done it. Tw- done, oh, so you he- visited Nate in Atlanta and Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Why didn't you come say hi to me? Because there was nothing in it for him. You weren't doing anything I, fun. Well, oh. I didn't. I didn't know of Nikki D at that time. I don't think. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, your tongue. You guys just met six months ago when I right. introduced this arranged marriage. You know what? Talk yeah, to. But I've been a part of the show for how long? How did you not know me? 
Yeah, but how long he was Bailey? Wow, was in Bailey was in Atlanta for a decade, weren't you? You're just gonna blow right by. And I was right, on right. his show eight of the ten years he was on oh, air. Oh, I didn't realize it was eight. Yeah, right, realize right, it right past that uh, narcissism. You didn't <laughs> me. You didn't know me? Exactly. I was on the show. You didn't know me? How do you not know me? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm hungry. So, yeah, yeah I blew right past that. I just watched the ass kissing from you. <laughs> it's remarkable yeah, how well, much you bowed down to the own ranger. These lips are owned, baby. You just got lunch today, I'm assuming, right? I don't know, but I'm hungry. <laughs> I, you know, you know I always my, got lunch. My son, is, my son is 22 now. You know, my daughter's 18, but... My wife and I were talking about this the other night, and because uh, I said, you know, I go, God, Ariel, that's our daughter. I said, Ariel's going to love sharing her bathroom with with Caleb, and it just the stories, the be, you know, whether you're on the radio or not, right? The best stories from your kids are those years, like that ten to sixteen, <laughs> you know, that those awkward years, and God, the stories. I just wish I could relive those stories for this audience because, <laughs> I mean. Everything from the first time he started shaving his his genitals, like manscaping, uh-huh. and he didn't know what to do with the hair afterwards, so he just left it on the floor in the bathroom. Yes, you oh, do. wow. Uh, to, uh, what do you mean, oh, wow, thought you were on the show. Did you miss that day? I mm. missed that day. I do not I remember so. him leaving it on the floor. And so uh, that, <laughs> from when you know he got suspended from school for having sex with a girl in the bathroom. I just remember that. Because the other guys were... Ribbing them, ribbing them a little bit, and I mean, like the whole nine. It's it, it, like everything, you know. And then now that he's coming back, because we don't see him very often, and you know, we when we talk, it's usually on text, mm-hmm. and it's usually about music or wrestling or football. Uh, as we continue to develop our relationship, you know, those years were tough for our relationship, but now that we're older, things have gotten a lot better. So, like now, this will be the first test of when he comes home or comes back. It's not really home for him. And do you relive those moments? Hey, you remember that one time? Like, so you think he'll shave his huevos for old times' sake? Well, we've never, we've never had that moment in our family. Right? He's gonna christen a new house. <laughs> well, no, not that he's gonna redo. Not that he's gonna redo those things, but we've never had that moment where, you know, the kids are old enough that there's all these stories from their oh, past. Oh yeah, you mm-hmm. chopped it up about it, and yeah. they and they come back, and you kind of sit around the couch, and you're having a drink because he can have a drink, right? Uh huh. Yep. And we sit there. You remember that one time the guys see, and the sex and the, the camera and the parents <laughs> and the cops? Those are some good times. Remember that time we almost fought? Remember that time you harbored the girl that ran away, and the cops came to the house because you were hiding her in her bedroom, but you didn't tell us. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, those don't seem like stories you want to talk about right now. Those are good times. A little later. Those little are good later. times. Good stories. <laughs> All right. Uh, bat out of here. You got anything? Yeah, to know Bailey is to know Nikki D. Thank you. Oh, a lot more years to go, kiddo. Nope. Uh, Nelson. I'd like to say thanks to Seth, our uh, engineer here, our lead engineer. Seth Leopard. Seth Leopard. Excuse me. Uh, he bought me a Diet Coke because I couldn't get the machine to work. Seth is so sweet. I don't know. I saw him tip of the key. <laughs> I don't know if he bought it. I don't know what he did. I don't care how he got it. I've been trying to buy one I, all morning, I and he got it for me. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't know what he was doing until I until afterwards you, you got the Diet Coke. But I saw him pulling it out, unplugging it, and tipping it, and lifting it, and kicking it, and shooting at it and stuff. So Shout out Seth Leopard. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know how much he spent for the Diet Coke. All right, look, Mickey's up next. Uh, enjoy. Thanks for being here. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Ah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.